Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Books and Batches. Not to be confused with books and bitches. Bitches! Don't you do that. Snitches. I'm Kristen, and with me I have Erica and Maria. This is a special podcast. It's so special. This, this episode is, is very special. This is going to be a really long episode, so stick, I mean, get some popcorn. If you're driving, pay attention to the road. And get ready because this is gonna be a this is gonna be a long one. We've been at least Erica and I have been passively mentioning these books almost every other episode. Yeah, right? I, I, like I ta- always talk. About I've them. gotten probably seven people to read these books. Yeah, I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm obsessed with these this series. So, I'm obsessed with Sarah J. Moss, but I'm yeah. obsessed with this series. Before we get into it, we do spoil. Yes. We are going to spoil. Um, yeah. a lot the whole in this series. episode and. Also, this is our season two finale. So season that's one finale. Oh, we haven't even gotten it to. We're that's not what I meant. Two yet. This is our season one finale. So this it's is a, a big, big one. moment. This I think you have moment. to do the the. There it is. There it is. I also love that you knew what I meant without Heck me yeah. saying it. Yeah. If you've been here since the beginning, we do want to say thank you so much. There's so much more to come, and we appreciate y'all. And uh, subscribe, not subscribe. Wow. Follow yeah, our Instagram. Yeah, you subscribe. You subscribe. can subscribe to a podcast. Oh, I was going to talk about Instagram. But yeah, definitely oh. subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, listen so to it wherever you first. listen to podcasts. Um, and uh, follow us on Instagram, books underscore N underscore Batches. It's a fun ride. C-H-E-S. Yeah. And today, today's, our I don't even know, we're doing a series. We're doing three books. We're doing a whole series. Um, the A Court of Thorns and Roses. What were you calling it before? You guys Aquatar. Aquatar? Aquatar is just the actual, just the, the first letters of each word on the first title. Yeah. Aquatar. C-T-O. Yeah. Aquatar. I hate saying it, but is that what the fans call it? I always see it as Aquatar series. I call it A Court of, but... um, I don't like that you call it A Court of. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else does. <laughs> I really don't. There's probably a reason for that. Well, the good news is I brought all three today because I love bring, bringing physical copies. Erica, what do these books look like? Okay, so um, in the fandom, hotly debated because I think this was what it looked like originally. I Those think are the original, original covers. covers. Yes. Oh. And then halfway through, they changed it. They did? Yes. Yeah. Why? I like the second one's better. Well, then so, they're going to make a movie or a book. Really? Right? I do. Show. Dude, the second one's better? Yeah. I disagree. So the first one's... <laughs> Good. The first... Okay, so the first A Court of Thorns and Roses book is a red uh, red book with black, like, um, on one... S- black trees on one side. And then on the other side is a half of a woman with kind of, like... To me, this is kind of crazy. A uh, feather it, robe? She's got like a feather like dress that kind of looks scaly. And there's like barbed wire, which I think are the rose thorns, um, kind of like sewing through it. And in big um, capital letter text, it's a, uh, a court of thorns and roses on the top. And then Sarah J. Moss's. I think uh, the, the image of her continues on the back as well. Oh, it does? No, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't? Mm. I thought the other ones did. So there's three books in this series. Yeah. Um, how are we going to do this? How are we going to so talk about So we're going we're gonna to talk about one book at a time. Um, however, we're going to do <laughs> all three in 60 seconds. I think it would be, <laughs> we were talking about this. I think it would be hilarious if our notably watch me really, really good person at doing this were I. to try, She's bad at it. We're to try to do all three in 60 seconds, the entire series. I just think it would be Quick hilarious. Quick thing though. Let's, it's, let's still talk about the genre. It's oh, yeah. a, it's young, a adult, young adult fantasy. 
I disagree, but it yeah, yeah it's, it's classified as a young adult fantasy I do not by disagree. Sarah J. Moss. I say Mass, but Moss. Um, the first book is A Court of Thorns and Roses. Second is A Court of Mist and Fury. And the third is A Court of Wings and Ruin. It is a fae romance fantasy series. What do we know about Sarah J. Moss? Anything exciting? So she started writing her first series when she was 16. I and, thought that was the coolest um, life fun fact. She, what I think series? she published Throne of Glass. The, the Throne of Glass. No way. Yeah. She published the first one. I think a random publisher like took a chance on her, and not a random. It was like a big one. Um, I just don't know it off the top of my head. And published the first one, and wow. it just fucking took off. Wow. And that series is like what ten books? What I will say oh, is, how many uh, books is that series? Eight, eight books. Seven or eight. I don't remember. I never read uh, acknowledgments at the end. I don't know if you guys do. It's no. Just, I don't care for them. For nope. some reason, Sometimes I do. For some reason, I read hers and something about them made me respect her a lot as an author she talks about her husband and just the way that she writes about her husband in the end makes me realize that it has a lot to do with these books um like Mm. her love and anyway i digress cool cool cool. so um yeah we're gonna go essentially what we're gonna do today is we're gonna go through each book um we're gonna talk about what we like what we don't like uh we're really gonna get into the nitty-gritty of it uh we're gonna talk about characters and then at the end because the fourth book in this series is coming out in February. So the, f- the three books are the main character, mm-hmm. is main character Feyre, um, and it's from her perspective. You meet her sister, Nesta, in this book, and you kind of get attached to her. It's going to be Nesta's story next. Got it. Um, and I don't think Nesta's story is going to be three books. I think it's going to be an individual book. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming she's probably going to do the other sister, too, Elaine, and the book after nesta's but uh we'll find out can't find that out later nesta. but we have tons of theories uh to go over for yes. the next book which yeah. i'm really excited about because i'm a big theory person we have a lot to talk it's about. a heavy episode yeah so please strap we yourself got to, in. We'll, we'll have time codes in or there's time codes in the in oh is the description. there oh perfect i'm gonna put time codes in here all right good wow um, you're doing so much for them yeah you guys should be so grateful <laughs> all right we so let's do the 60 seconds. All right. So what's going to happen now is Erica's going to attempt to give us the plot summary of all three books in this series in 60 seconds. <laughs> now that you say it like that, I'm like so scared for her. All right. Here we go. 60 seconds, Erica. Are you ready? Yeah. In three, two. Okay. Akatar is a, a Beauty and the Beast retelling original. That's the, the main plot of this, of the first book. And it's it follows the main character, Feyre, who is a human that eventually gets turned into a fae, a high fae, which is like the master fucking species in, in the land. And there is a bad guy in another land that is trying to kill all of the humans and take over what was rightfully his. Well, he thinks he, it is his. And there's seconds. a band of characters that all come together and she leaves one court for another court and all of these people have all different stories and th- there's tons of stuff going on and fuck i don't even remember she's there's like depressed she's seconds. depressed in the second book and then the her main mate pulls seconds. her out of her depression and then they have to figure there's out there's a whole war there's a whole fucking war yeah the, the whole second third book is a Three, whole war two, the sisters get turned one. from this weird stop. cauldron thing stop that was horrible, Erica. <laughs> and we knew that it would be. But it actually, was good at the beginning. You started off real strong. Uh, first, then... I didn't even know it was a Beauty and the Beast retelling. Yeah. We'll get into that. We'll I was going to say, why are they just making this like... Oh, beauty? I knew 100% it was Beauty and the Beast. And then that's why retelling. I liked it. Retelling. Um, yeah, listen, we'll get into that. Listen. So, okay. 
we'll let's okay, just break first, it down I also, the first one. Can I just say, if you haven't read the series and you really want to read it, don't don't, yeah, don't listen to this just, podcast. Yeah, don't. We're don't gonna do we're gonna dive in. If if that sixty seconds was enough for you to say, wow, that sounds like something I really want to read, go read it and then come back. Um, I don't know how I could have possibly <laughs> enticed you to read this series <laughs> from that sixty seconds. However, let's talk Akatar. Okay. This book is is a Beauty and the Beast retelling. I did a Beauty know and the Beast retelling. Um, is that how it's described? Like I she didn't says that? know it was Beauty and Beast retelling until she started falling in love with Camlin, which is the main like guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, this is Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, this I, is so I far knew, into the book. No, I agree. Can, can you pass the? I first was embarrassed. Book to me, please. Well, so I, I was Beauty and the Beast is my favorite. We know. Belle is my favorite. I feel like Belle. So <laughs> the the synopsis on the back of the book should have told you from the get-go yes. the Beauty and the Beast retelling. Yes. So like the tagline, she stole a life, now she must pay with her heart. Literally Beauty and the Beast. Okay, but is, is the, <laughs> yes. the author say that it was a Beauty and the Beast retelling? Yes. Or is this something we've all just no, come it, to the conclusion? No, it no, is a Beauty and the Beast it's retelling. Classified it's exactly. Oh. So basically she, ac- so she accidentally sense. kills somebody and the Tamlin, the main guy, comes in and he's like, you have to pay for this death. That This is my person. You have to pay for this death. And then she gets taken away to his court and there's a curse. And it has to be somebody mm-hmm. who killed a, a fae with hate in her heart and fell in love with the beast. So what I, and he has a mask on. Um, what I saw online, though, that I really want to bring up, because I think this is super interesting. I think it was on Tumblr, this person called Keely Pie. Akatar is like, is unlike any retelling because the woman falls in love with a man only to free him from his curse and reveal him for the beast he actually is then finds love with a beast cursed to hide his humanity so to protect his heart and home oh so I it's this book. it's like yeah. a reverse yeah. the That's second why... half of the book is a reverse so when i first huh. read akatar i was so enthralled because it changed the game for beauty and the beast retellings for me Right. I've read many Beauty and the Beast retellings and they're all the same. Mm-hmm. Right. This is the one that felt different because mm-hmm. for once the heroine does something that's like not just falling in love with him. Like we'll cover it. We'll cover the full plot. But not only does she love him, but she does like crazy sacrifices to right. just to demonstrate this love. Right. And then we go into the second book and it changes the entire game. I was like, this is not Beauty and the Beast anymore. This is like a whole yeah. It stops me. It's not to me. It stops being Beauty a Beauty and the Beast retelling once she goes under the mountain. Well, you know what's funny about before we even get too deep into it is that my biggest gripe with book one when I started reading was I was like, oh, this is just Beauty and the Beast, which is hilarious. I had no idea it was retelling. So you guys saying that are me making me think about going back because I and gave this a, it. <laughs> well, I gave this a four and I gave the other two fives, and I was like, the 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 first book was just too like something else to me. So, so now that yeah. you've said that, now it's that I know we've said it's Beauty and the Beast retelling, but I think we still have to cover like yeah. the story from the beginning. Yeah. So yeah. Farah is a oh, human. We have to talk about the names. She's human. We'll talk about the names. I don't. I don't hate Farah. I name. like Farah. I love the name Farah. Oh, okay. That's we have the only a, name. We I have like. a lot of things to discuss. I know. And I, we need to like. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, so Farah is uh, one of three sisters. Mm-hmm. They live in the human lands that are bordering fairylands. Way back when, a treaty was made to separate humans from fairies. They used to live together. Humans used to be slaved, enslaved by fairies. So we're hundreds, hundreds of years later. Now humans are separated. The wall separates fairies and humans. 
she goes past into the forest every day to hunt food to feed her family because her father since the death of their mother is useless and does nothing good for their family so she's the sole provider her job now she goes and she's trying to find things to 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 feed her family there happens to be a wolf in the forest and she freaks out and she just like the wolf is i believe eating or going after a deer or a doe Mm -hmm. yeah and she goes well that's gonna feed my family so Mm -hmm. if i have to kill this wolf i'll kill it and she shoots the wolf with uh, an, fa- an ash arrow that kills mm-hmm. fairies. Lo and behold, the wolf happened to be a fairy disguised as a wolf. In comes Tamlin. He is the high, uh, high l- fae of... High Lord. High Lord, is that what it is? High Lord of his court. There's several different courts. Summer court, day court, night court. Autumn. Autumn, Autumn yeah. dawn, Season, yeah. spring. All different uh, courts. All the courts. He comes and says, yo, you killed my guy. <laughs> Guess what? You coming with me. We're leaving. You going down. You going down. You going to you going my, but, my house. But we find out later that that like this is part of the curse. Yes. And they that that Tamlin has been sending out people incrementally hoping that somebody kills a girl kills one of his people. One so of people to the come curse in. says with the a human with hate in her heart towards Faye. Mm hmm. Uh, has to kill fall in love with kill a fae and yeah. then fall in love with Tamlin. Yep. So he 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 whisks her away and takes to her the and holds her court. It's, it's literally Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. yeah. So it's spring court. Now here's where she like starts to understand the 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 laws behind everything, and yeah. she's like everyone's wearing a mask and the masks cannot be taken off. So she can't even the curse. curse. She can't even. So imagine Tamlin has like a, a human body, really, with just fairy aspects. He of seems sexy. He, he seems. They great. all seem sexy. Yeah. That's, yeah. So that's Sarah J. Moss kind of <laughs> yeah. storyline. And so um, the entire time she's learning how about the fae and she gets to live there, but she hates everybody's enemies to lovers we talked about the other day. Yeah. Or um, and she doesn't want to be there, obviously, but a deal's a deal. I gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Right. They fall in love. They start to fall in love, and then we get the big bad of book one, Amarantha. which is Amar- Amarantha. So let's let's now stop to discuss the names because yes. I think it's time. Hate yes. Amarantha. Okay, I hate every name in this book except Feyre. Stop it. Um, no, dead ass. Um, dead ass. <laughs> because you don't like Cassian. Oh, he's not in this book. He's not. We're talking about this book. Fuck. <laughs> First of all, Rishand is what I call him, but his name is Rishand. No, is it's not even bullshit. Shand. It's Rescend. 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 What the? F- that's not a cool name. Okay. So this Hold book, on, I have this book needed a pronunciation page. At the yeah. Back. So I have the pronunciation. Tamlin. How do we feel about Tamlin? Fine. Tamlin's fine. Tamlin's okay. Lucian, I like that I name. It's not even Lucian. Lucian. It's Lucien. Oh yeah, Lucian. Lucian. I was saying Lucian the entire okay, well, time. I like to me, the name. That's Lucian. tomato, tomato. Okay, I like the name Lucian. Uh, Resand. The problem is I've been reading it as Rise because I, I love, like the name Rise. I love reading it. I think it looks really yeah, nice looks on yeah. paper. I hate like that. I don't it. know what to say. Yeah. But Amarantha is the worst though. Amarantha is terrible. That's the worst name. Even no, though I think I'm saying you know which was worse. What? Ianthi. Yeah, that's so much worse. <laughs> that's oh, the next. Yeah, she's in books too. But, but, but in this book, the worst is Amarantha. Amarantha. Amarantha is like the big bad that she didn't put the curse on. Did she put the curse on? Yeah, that? she put the curse on. She put the curse on. So this court. There, you find out kind of like later in the books, like exactly the um the dynamic between all of this. So like um. 
Reese's like family and Tamlin's family killed each other. Mm-hmm. So like they have really bad animosity. But Amarantha like was in love with Tamlin, and that's why she kind of like cursed him to this whole thing. But then she like enslaved Reese's as a sex slave, essentially. Yeah. To service her for mm-hmm. all eternity. Well, he enslaved himself, really. Like, this ultimate sacrifice. How did we meet? So we re- we meet Rice. Rice. <laughs> I'm going to say Rice every time. At the Calame. And when we first meet him, he's charming. He's charming. He's yeah. kind of mm-hmm. like in a daze almost. Like mm-hmm. he's kind of saying stuff that you... It doesn't really make sense at the time, but it like kind of does. Like I think... I just think Sarah J. Moss's writing is really brilliant in the fact that like things makes make you're close it feels like you're close up and then once you're farther into the story you're taking steps back yeah and you're you realizing the that the, the big picture is actually yeah, so much f- more brilliant yeah. i be- so this was the one with the sex right the, 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 the right, the right yeah. with the sex so tamlin told Feyre not to come to this yes yeah. because he didn't want he's gonna be a beast he's gonna be a beast he's, he's gonna, not gonna grab be nice. a lady and do some kind of sexual ritual kind of thing i don't know why but whatever yeah, there wasn't really. There wasn't explained, but that happens in YA. Where, oh, like, a I lot think of... they have to release their power. Wasn't it's that something it? about it's something about like getting power for the yeah, for the yeah. Land. something. It's some. There's a choice for it. There's, there's a reason. So he had told her don't come, and she, as most heroines, <laughs> said, "Nah, I'll do what I want." So she comes in, and two fairies approach her and sort of are kind of threatening her in a way. Yeah. And then this is where Reese makes his appearance, and he pretends her. he knows her. Mm-hmm to get those other guys away from her right right and so she at this point is like uh who's this dude kind of thing we go back into the house tamlin comes back that's when the steaminess began which we have to talk about the steaminess within these books yeah that i don't know why it's classified as ya yeah we could talk about that now then ya i mean the first the first book really isn't that steamy though when when tamlin comes back from this sexual right thing he comes back saying like i smelled you out there but i couldn't find you and he pins her against a wall and they said some like nasty things yeah i think the second book's a little nastier than the first first, sure so then but for a ya and i'm used to reading right now this year that was the steamiest i've ever had of a ya book so i mean i think the so i in my head i this book is kind of like in two parts right it's like her story with tamlin the beauty and the beast stuff and then he essentially like the the 49 years are kind of like coming to a head and he's like she hasn't said i loved you yet like i'm just gonna send this bitch away which to me didn't really make a ton of sense i no. wish she wrote that a little differently yeah. i wish that's there one was of a... my biggest criticisms of this book is how that yeah because in the original out. story like she has to go back for a reason and he decides to let her go out of the because he loves her right yeah it just like... in this case there was no real reason to send her home he was more so like well no it was because he was scared about amarantha he was but like wouldn't he was like you're not safe here but she's been there this entire time so what's the difference between the months before and that you know well because the curse was about the end well the the 40 whatever years were coming to it just to me like i don't want to say it was lazy but it was just like it it was it didn't fucking hit home for me so then she leaves goes back with her sisters her sisters her sisters suck well, Elaine is whatever. Elaine is Elaine's great. Fine. Nesta is the Nesta's worst. A bitch. Dude, her sister's such a bitch Nesta's to the point where it's like bitch. not even redeeming. I there's also no reason. Like, if you told me there was a there was something that there was a history between Nesta and Feyre mm-hmm. that that justified this kind of thing, like maybe maybe if Feyre wasn't the oldest, right? Feyre is the oldest, right? No, I think no Nesta, is. Nesta is. Nesta is. Yeah. 
Elaine's the youngest, yeah. right? No. So it's Nesta. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, Elaine's the youngest. Mm-mm. Isn't she? Nope. I thought it was Elaine. It's Nesta, Feyre, Elaine, and then Feyre, because Feyre didn't, doesn't know how to read. Oh, so yeah, like, because so she was then, so young. So then what I would have believed, and maybe, maybe this was it, and I just glossed over because I cared about other things. Um, if, let's say, Feyre is the reason their mother's dead in childbirth, I can see Nesta re- like oh, resenting her for it. Happen, but yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nesta, I need a reason she, for her resentment. So, I mean, they allude to the fact that it was, like, because Nesta couldn't provide the way that Feyre did. She has, like, all but this, But she didn't like, also try either. They still... Her and Elaine still cared about other things that were so trivial. Yeah. And, like, Feyre is the only one that tried to do something about it and go and hunt and get them food. It's... While it, Nesta and Elaine are like, I yeah. need new boots. Like... I th- I'm ho- What I'm hoping for in book four is to uncover a little bit more of that. Um... But it's that like backstory. we had three books and to it didn't justify that. her shitty behavior once. But th- th- that's what I think is so brilliant about these books, though, because it's like you have a character that like really just fucking sucks. For no and reason. it's like, wh- but then, like you but, have people in but life here's that the thing. fucking here's suck. The yeah, thing. but I didn't care for her. But here's the thing. You I don't went have to. through three books I did, of knowing how shitty she is. And by the third book, they haven't given me a reason to like her. And she See, was I so, liked her at the she end. Was so mm-hmm. important in the last book, but I just didn't. I liked her in the end, but I liked her because she was shitty. So, so well, Amarantha, we'll, get, we'll get back to that. I but liked yeah, Amarantha, Amarantha more than I liked Nesta. Amarantha so was a Amarantha was a nothingness person. Like she, a general big bad, you know. But like she didn't pop off the page for me. Mm-hmm. She didn't like. Like no. she was kind of evil, but you only heard of her evil through yeah. stories told. So and not like, only that, the only evil you saw was after it was already done. So like, so she goes down. Farah goes down to the mountain. She makes a, she strikes a deal with Amarantha, despite everyone telling her not to. And how did she know? How did Feyre know about the mountain? When she, she goes back she, to when the she came house. back and they were gone. And Alice oh, is there. That's right, that's right. And Alice was like, yo, you're a dumb bitch. You didn't Alice tell is uh, the house fairy kind Spelled of thing. Spelled A-L-I-S. A-L-I-S, yeah. She was like sort of spelling. like her, yeah. <laughs> sort of like her hand her chambermaid yeah, chambermaid sort of so so pharaoh was at her house with her sisters and then decides wait i love him and yeah. decides to go back goes back yeah. and everything sees, sees alice alice is like he's under the mountain you're too late you're dumb bitch amarantha there was a them. whole curse that you didn't realize yeah. no one yeah. told and now you now i can tell you because the curse is over exactly right and now they're doomed forever so pharaoh goes under the mountain she goes up to amarantha she's like yo I want to like help these people. Meanwhile, Am- Tamlin's sitting right next to Amaranth. Doesn't as her doesn't like say anything. Prisoner. He says nothing. Has a, a deadpan face. He's dead to the world, sort of. And she just comes in like, I love that guy. And Amaranth is like, Well, yeah. If you can solve this riddle or pass my three trials, you can have him back. Which to me, it's like, why would you make that deal? Yeah, she's bored. Immortality. She didn't is, think makes her she, bored. She could, also, it's the issue of underestimating a human because she thinks humans are less than. Yeah. So it ends up being her downfall. So to me, from that point on is where the book takes takes a big turn and I fall in love. This I is when it started series. getting interesting. I love the This end. series yeah. is just yeah. so fucking good from this point I on. I fell asleep a lot while I was reading book one until I got towards like this part and things like really picked up. The Wenning how do you say the Weningard worm? Oh, I don't know how to put it. Again, words in this book that are dumb that bothers me the most, and it's like this in all these freaking fairy books. Like like, all the names have to be like crazy and intertwined. Like, and I get it, I do. So she has to go through three trials. Remember, the first trial was the worm, right? First trial was the worm. The second trial was the like sinking thing, and she had to like read the the wall. She had to read the wall, and Lucian was not Lucian Reese. Wasn't it Reese? Lucian was tied to Oh, yeah. Lucian was about to get killed. Yeah. yeah. And so she had to read a specific line 
before and answer a riddle and answer a riddle before lucian gets like crushed and like that but and she can't read lucian is tamlin's best friend by the tamlin's way. best friend yeah so and the third what I, trial, did, what I didn't understand about that one though is like reese had already told her like i nobody can help you mm-hmm. and she she's bound everyone to not be able to help you but he helped her well she, he's not just anybody yeah he's her right hand you know guy so, like so she he, like he like sent a feeling to her every time she like went to go to a lever also so and then after the first trial figured- after the first trial and uh she defeats this crazy ass worm right which was like in the most badass way such possible. a well-written like action oh, scene so i felt good. like this book felt like a movie in that end i could i could so, envision so every part of it it's this massive worm that like digs into the earth and tries to like eat her basically and she finds a way of killing it with like bones mm-hmm. of its previous uh yeah she uses it to make a ladder and uses it to make a ladder and then like sort of stabs him with it and so while she's like recovering in the in the cell because each trial is like within a month of each other it's not like back oh, yeah. to back she breaks her arm really badly. she's she's destroyed so at that point reese comes in to her cell and this is where they make that they bond strike a they strike a bargain mm-hmm. where if he heals her i believe it was to heal her fully healed he she makes the bargain of she has to visit his court for one week every month and for the record reese is really bad at this point now we know that he's not a good guy yeah we, yeah, we met him in kamala and he was like this charming dude but he turned against her and got a human killed because of it yeah and so he's a bad guy and he comes down to strike a deal with her and tamlin kind of explains like that he's always been bad and like tamlin hates him and lucian yeah. hates him he's and, the yeah. head of the court of nightmares which is just a place full of torture and mm-hmm. evil and he is painted in the worst light as the worst of the worst and he has and he's, he's a damati da- yeah. and he's working Dimati? with Dimati? Dimati? and it's it's this ability to be able to um read your mind and manipulate. manipulate your mind and send thoughts or feelings through mind control and amarantha uses that as a tool within her taking over this whole under the mountain thing she uses him as her main bodyguard or as her main weapon against any mm-hmm. kind of enemy and he can just destroy you just yeah. through your mind so he's really bad and in in Feyre's eyes like this is a really bad dude yeah. that she doesn't want to be involved with because she wants tamlin and tamlin is the innocent man who is uh, cursed being and, held, and yeah. being held captive by amarantha and so a, a bond or a bargain is struck and so when you strike a bargain with uh in fairy world i guess or with a fairy or any kind of like mythical creature you get a tattoo on your body it just appears until the bond or the bargain is broken and so now she has an entire arm tattoo with like an eye in the center of her palm and that is her bond with reese so reese can communicate with her through this bond and with uh trial two I forgot how he kind of helped her with the. With he the, just like sent feelings towards her. Yeah, so he yeah. sent the, and then she was able to solve the next, the second riddle for reading, right? And she's unaware of that. Unaware. Yeah. Trial but, two completed. And he like throughout this whole, so in between each trial is a full month. So like Amarantha's like giving her all these crazy tasks to mm-hmm. do, and like there's time. these moments where her and Reese are like communicating, and like you can kind of tell that he's not that bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I like agree. she's, Sarah J. Moss is starting to build that, like that repertoire and that like relationship between them where like, they're clearly like at odds, but you can kind of tell he's yeah. maybe, maybe he's not exactly what he seems. He always comes at just the right time when she's about to break and yes. manages yeah. to keep her from breaking. And because of this bond also, um, 
now every night he takes her into like this party with Amarantha, right? And has her drink fairy fairy wine fairy wine which makes you go like what was that all about why do you do that so that she wouldn't so she she was going crazy she was going crazy by herself alone and he was just like i'm gonna drug you so you don't remember this right right so in everybody's mind on book one i was like he's terrible he's drugging her he's like how dare he do that but in in reality she's in so much pain Mm -hmm. she's going through so much like turmoil just watching tamlin do nothing sitting next to amarantha through all this like not reacting not reacting to anything done to her like she's been beaten up drugged so i was like oh he must be under a spell he just didn't so it was explained he didn't know he didn't want to show what was torturing him the most Uh, so he just because it would he He shut down to make sure no one knew that she was his breaking point right um so at this point reese is constantly with uh farah at night like through these little parties and stuff and at one point tamlin and farah sort of like sneak off Finally, he like oh, does something la- before the last one. Yes. Before the last trial, they sneak off into this random hallway and like make out heavy. Like that also was like not YA. Yeah, heavy make out, heavy petting, heavy petting. Wait, why wasn't that YA? Because it because was like a boob too- comes out. Like he mm. was like sucking on her tits. Like, yeah, it's no, like true. a lot. <laughs> so then Reese comes in, breaks that up, and uh, basically Amaranth's on her way. So just to hide the scent of Tamlin all over her, he kisses her. Yeah, and that's where I was like, ooh. Bad boy coming in. <laughs> but then, like, how does it, the book end? Third trial. So, third trial, third trial yeah. is she, Farah has to kill three fairies. Yeah. And each fairy is like covered, like their head's covered. That's right. And this, so, she, okay. this is, this is killing her because she's to kill a life, you know, after, after knowing all these people yeah. and like they're all innocent. They have nothing to, they have nothing against her. Nothing's happened with them, but she has to kill them to save tamlin right so she does it she kills the first person second person she is like in so much turmoil within herself and when she takes off the last hood turns out the last person is tamlin Mm -hmm. and she has to stab him and kill him to break the curse right so then she realizes well tamlin has a stone heart that was alluded in random like sectors yeah. and like random conversations that his heart is made of stone. So and then she realizes she's like Amarantha loves him. She wouldn't put him in danger. She wouldn't put him in danger. So she so stabs, she stabs him. him. So she stabs him. And the that, knife like nicks, and that breaks the curse, and she becomes Farah Cursebreaker. Well, no, she dies. no, 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 no. And then, um, then she realizes the answer to the to oh the, the stupid the riddle stupid riddle which is love which i, I, thought, I, I thought don't was like a little, that yeah, that was like so that cliche because we didn't need it we didn't no need we it. didn't need it okay. she went through all the trials what's the point it was very so, uh, yeah. so like amarantha's like trying to be like i didn't tell you when i was gonna break a curse but then fair is like i know the answer to your riddle too and it's then love like, blah, yeah. blah blah whatever but then amarantha like snaps her neck he's uh, no there yeah reese, reese goes and tries to stab her while they're beating up like Farah. like Farah's getting like, beat getting, to yeah. death and, and tamlin's uh, just sitting there like tamlin's a stupid sitting like piece a of dumbass shit. oh yeah and reese comes in to finally show his true colors to save her yeah right amarantha like sort of blows him away kills her she like her neck is snaps snapped. her necks snaps, 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 snaps then neck. reese kills amarantha no Tamlin Tamlin kills Amarantha. Yeah, Tamlin. See, in my eyes, Reese does everything good. (laughs) So Tamlin loses his shit once Feyre dies Mm -hmm. and rips out. So what I thought was interesting was Reese this entire time was working up Tamlin. He was doing all he was also doing all this stuff to To get get Tamlin Tamlin 
to go crazy. Yeah. So that at the end, so constantly touching, he would, he have, would, kill he would have the all this like built up like anger that could kill. He was he's just like you know smartly building this whole the thing. Best. Yeah. The best. And then you know the whole time he kind of like suspected their mates. And then what I think was interesting was like how she because this whole perspective is in Pharaoh's perspective. Once Pharaoh dies, yeah. it's like well, how are you going to tell a story? And she makes this like thing where Farah can see through other people's perspective. Farah ends up seeing neat. herself through Reese's eyes because yeah. they have that bargain bond, yep. right? Yep. And it, so it I makes sense. Mating bond, but like yeah. bargain bond. And so uh, she's able to see through Reese's eyes all of the other high lords from the other courts come together. And because they, she was able to break this curse, everyone's like grateful to her. All the high lords with their powers connected bring Farah back to life yep and they and, and she ends up getting a piece of everybody of everybody so that's the piece end of, of book power one. and she becomes a fae she becomes fae she becomes high fae yeah. so that's the end of book one. Oh god which was just like the fact that it took us that long to get through book like one. it literally <laughs> yeah. it was like chef's kiss because like, I, I understand like we all know the basic of like beauty and the beast retelling but i felt like it, it mattered once it, to once talk about yeah. that last hundred pages were just it was totally different and what I th- what I also think is really interesting is *A Court of Mist and Fury*, which is the second book, had such a different vibe than the first book. Yeah, right? yeah. describe the cover. Yeah, here's the book. So it's pretty much. Oh, oops! It's pretty. It's very <laughs> similar to the to the first book. Um, it's blue this time. Same large, um, all caps letters. It looks like a castle, like archway. And then uh, it looks like it's Feyre, and she's she. You can see the bargain on her hand. Um, it's kind of like a a plate, a chest plate. It looks like a dress, like but armor. it's like armored. And her hair is kind of like blowing in the wind, and it's like half of her face. Can I see it. Um, see so, in this one, she is on the bottom, so you see her on the back. Oh, okay. oh back yeah. in this book, you can see, see the top that. of of Feyre's face. So high level, a court of mist and fury is essentially like Feyre piecing herself back together. And she's not doing a good job at it. Um, and did you Tamlin get annoyed? Okay. is not doing a good job. Did you get annoyed with... Okay, so we, we talked about Katniss a while back in Hunger Games and how annoyed you were because she was a whiny little bitch. Was there ever a moment during all this where you were like, get over it? And I know that it's so traumatic to kill innocent people, but fucking A, man. No. I think I, I think for me, I think lie. she was really bent out of shape about like that part, but... I think what she, what Sarah J. Moss should have focused more on was like the torture portion. Yes, I agree. Yeah, of I like think... being locked up down there for three months. Yeah, being starved, being like kind of going agree. crazy. I think yeah. what I what it lacked for me was more. Yes, I agree. Reasoning for this um this depression and this PTSD. Yeah, because she's having nightmares. She's waking up vomiting every night, and um she's in a lot of pain. She's losing a lot of weight. Like she's she's not well. But you're right. The main reason why is because she killed two fairies and she feels so bad about it. I would have loved if it was just like that word keeps coming yeah. back in my brain. Yeah. I needed like, it to be darker than to that. To me, I reasoned it in my head p- properly for it to make sense to me. Yeah. But I true. agree that like she didn't convey that in the best way. Yeah. Um, what I what I think makes the most sense, though, is that like she never got over it because Tamlin and her never talked about it yeah it's sort of like they come back to the root of their problem so how does this book pick up do we pick up with they are back in the spring yeah they're back in the spring so she goes planning a wedding oh that's right they're planning the wedding um so yeah tamlin the interesting thing about the wedding though is she feels like she doesn't deserve tamlin 
that like she's not good enough for him, which I think is kind of weird. I don't know. Like that whole it, to me it's like a means to an end. It really wasn't like flushed out enough no. for me to like care. Um and like this whole book is Feyre's like character arc. Yeah. She's really changing trajectory from yeah. um somebody who hates Faye, somebody who like is in love and now is falling out of love, falling out of herself, not being a person anymore, not even like recognizing her own self. She's changed from her time down in the, in, in the mountain. And now what? Now who am I? Yeah. And what's my purpose now? I'm not even human anymore. She doesn't. And also this is all happening while she's now considered Tamlin's, you know, uh, fiance and at this point, they're planning for a wedding, right? Mm-hmm. And Farah is not a, just a basic lady that's just going to chill and look pretty. Farah is used to hunting and she's used to like fending for herself and she's powerful and she's strong. And now she's forced to sort of just be a basic court and girl. during this time she still has this tattoo and this this um deal with that hasn't Reese. been Reese. yet and he's never he yeah, hasn't yeah. come, he hasn't come yes. in which means the deal was that she'd have to spend one week with him every every, every month. month which is crazy and so yeah and so, so she goes to get married and she fucking freaks out within her we also we have to talk about the new character that comes in with this is ian the uh, worst i call her ian ian is what i was Ianth. saying yeah it's spelled I A N T H E. It's it doesn't sh- it doesn't rank um number one in, in, over overall J- Sarah J Moss characters like hate, most hated like spellings, mm-hmm. but it definitely ranks up top it's five annoying. for this series. She's a high me. priestess brought in to basically like help Farah transition in and a way plan her wedding. to be a queen to be a queen and like think of her just like you know how back in the day in medieval times you always had like a, a priest or like a pope, like a right hand man a right hand sort of like person within a faith kind of way and you could tell Anne fucking sucked she sucks she's horrible she's we, terrible I, I literally texted you guys and said oh she's gonna be bad <laughs> <laughs> but she definitely makes oh, she, she meets she, her end yeah. in the oh, best way possible God, I love it anyway so <laughs> during this like she doesn't want to be a basic wife and just sit around or do that thing she wants to do things and right now the courts are seeing at least the spring court is seeing some kind of uh threat within the forest with like terrible like evil mythical creatures like they're like the bogey and the surreal and the ator and these are things that are like terrifying and she wants to go and help and she wants to be part of the defense and tamlin's like no 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 you You're my you lady. sit here at home and you chill yep and within this, she's like freaking out that they don't let her out. And she's now having this PTSD of like being stuck somewhere and trapped. That's bothering her. And so when the wedding comes up in her head, she's screaming like, someone just help me. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And at that point, our boy Reese comes in and <laughs> like says, a fucking knight in shining armor. He's like, hey, baby, in- I'm here for the bond. So I knew he wasn't he was going to be go- it was going to be another enemy to lovers trope. But as soon as he showed up in that moment, I was I like, knew. that was I the knew. moment that solidified it for me because she was freaking out. She didn't yeah, want to be didn't there. But what I, did, what I didn't understand and they never went over. She never went over this is like, why didn't Farah just go like, you're right. I didn't want to fucking get married to him. Yeah. Like, why was she denying? I didn't get that either. She cared too much. She was denying it way too much for me. Where like, I agree. how can you deny that you were asking for help? You yeah. were asking for help. You knew yeah. you were begging. I think it was sort of like in her head. She just didn't want to believe that she won. She went through all this 
for that essentially yeah to be with tamlin forever she for didn't her want to, to just, admit it yeah. for her to turn around and be like i didn't want to marry you which like i think yeah you're right she should have just been like i don't want to marry you i still want to be with you but like, let's not get married right away yeah but i feel like for her it was hard to just admit that after all she did to well, get I to think that point tamlin was really like he was he was battling his own demons too and he wasn't dealing with them properly yeah. he was away all the time he wasn't like being there for her and she's alone and like i understood why she didn't want to marry him what i didn't like is that after afterwards she like villainized reese yeah okay well that was gonna say my biggest gripe with this book was it took way too long for it took her a to, really long time and, and i understand why but at the same time he made it so obvious that he wasn't bad to the point where i was like girl you're being so annoying like but he's being so, so good to you so listen so as a person who loves uh, a slow burn a, a slow burn <laughs> i hate him and <laughs> and especially in enemies to lovers like i want that thing milked because the minute they get together. I'm like, oh, well, there it goes. You know, I love it. I love it. I didn't hate the pacing of this. I no, the pacing was great book too. I In love general. it because also it, it it's didn't like, happen over a week. It happened it, over months. You know, and months, and months. It's not a crave. Her piecing you know? herself back together. Yes, and all that. It's it. It's we can't have her go right away into Reese because she is dealing love with, with her PTSD. Tamlin. She still still loves Tamlin. It would have just like, it would have just um. How do you say it? It would have just like dismissed again all she's been all through. All the feelings. For Tamlin. For her just to be like, ah, well, Reese is nice. Like, no. And she still has these misconceptions about and what I, he I is. And I think it really built Reese's character back up by slowly like showing kindness to her. And like, yeah. it really, this book to me, when I read it for the first time, um, was my favorite book because of of the character developments along the way in this middle part, which could be, I think some people saw was maybe a little boring or whatever it was. Um, I thought it was essential, but I thought it was essential. I thought everything that he did was, it was smart and like how she created this, like this, like almost like safe haven for her to be at the night court. Mm -hmm. And it just, to me, it was super, super impactful in terms of like a character and, and relationship development and then at the night court we meet our next band of characters and yeah, then, yeah the night court characters well, are fucking awesome we even have to talk about the night court because he sweeps so he he takes her away from the wedding and where she thinks she's going is the court, the court of nightmares. nightmares and when they show up it's actually this beautiful place that is not what she was expecting yeah, called valeris which is a, a hidden city yeah well no she out. they went one place first and then i thought it was still part they of it. went the the first time that she left, they went to his private residence above the castle thing, above yeah. the court of nightmares, which was a nice like house. Mm-hmm. But the second time, he was like, "You have to like not tell you people live about here. this." Yeah. So it turns, and then as he it, brings her to his condo. So as it turns out, Reese has been hiding away his actual court, which is like a beautiful place, and everybody is happy there, and they didn't even. They weren't even involved with Amarantha because he cares so much. They about weren't his even people. affected because yeah. they were hidden because he decided to be yeah. her sex slave, yep. essentially. And to, he like twisted everyone's memory. Yeah, and... to make sure no one knew about what he's hiding. So we start to realize how good of a guy Reese actually is. And what he sacrificed. Yeah, exactly. And like that he has nightmares too. And like he's mm-hmm. battling just as much as she is. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. Like I love that. I love that Reese is not without fault and like he takes on a lot of the burden of what happened down there on himself and he's very damaged too you have two extremely damaged characters and it they're just their relationship is juxtaposed to Feyre and tamlin's which is very unhealthy right and you start seeing this really really healthy relationship between 
Feyre and Reese, even though they're at odds with each other, yeah. they're at least communicating. And he's mm-hmm. always including her in everything, whereas Tamlin is shutting her away yeah. and not letting her be a part of anything. But yes, this is where we meet our next band of characters. So we have... Who I love. Um, <laughs> I love Am- Amran is Reese's second in command. And she's She is a beast. I call her a death god. That's she's what she's not. in my head. She's not, though. She's not. She's not. But I always call her a death god in my yeah. head. She's, um, she's the, up there. I like though, how they call she? her the little ancient one. The little yeah. ancient one. She's basically a beast that we don't know right away. We, we don't, don't know what know she's from. A different world. She's from we don't know what entirely. she is. But, but in my head, for book two, yeah. I thought of her as some kind of death god that right. has this infinite power. She doesn't like live off of normal uh, things. She doesn't need food. She drinks blood to survive. Right. She's, she's in badass. a high. She's in a high face body, but that's not her true form. But it's not her true form. And she is terrifying mm-hmm. but in the cutest way like i love her she's a little brat mm-hmm. and so then we have cassian which is Ugh. the general i love cassian i love cassian, cassian. is fun <laughs> he's so fun he's so funny illyrian illyrian that's what i said yeah that makes sense uh he's a he's the general he of all of reese's like you know he's the, got he's wings the war, he's super dude. fucking high yeah he's, the the he's got guy. long yeah. hair he's got tan skin yeah yeah, yeah. and then he there's Azrael on a step oh, hair <laughs> <laughs> then there's Azrael, which is uh reese is like spy he's supposed to be kind of like low-key sexy too he's got burns all over his hands i didn't care but he has a tough life fandom come at me i don't give a shit <laughs> Azrael is everyone's fucking favorite and everyone's like mm, i love it really? like Mama. he's the silent brooding because he's like silent and brooding but it's like bitch he has like no personality he doesn't say fucking shit and like he kind of just like but he operates but, on his own but he's for in love he, with more who fucking hasn't given him time of day in I, 500 <laughs> years 500 I have, I have years thoughts on that but for me Azrael doesn't need to have a personality because he's he to me he's like always in the shadows and he's so he he has he's like shadow he's always shadow singer he's like a shadow singer yeah and if so he, he has, wasn't in the book it wouldn't have mattered to me he I would agree. not have made a difference i agree except for what he did in book three giving oh. elaine the thing still but anyway uh so asriel is like he's a shadow singer he's like a spy he can move through the darkness and find things he's out. got shadows then there's more morgan more is my morgan. favorite character he, she is uh, she's awesome she's awesome she is reese's cousin and uh she's just another badass bet she's you know? fun she, she's a bet she's the one that brought she's a bet but she brought light into a dark situation like i remember when i was reading it i was like damn uh Farrah's never gonna be like happy here and then more walks in and she's like hey girl what's yeah up? And i was like, like Ooh, this is the light i need she she like with cassian and her like between the two of yeah. them they really like they bring the up. spice but they made yeah. it like lighter yeah so this was a moment for Feyre to see that these happy people who could be her friends exist whereas at the other with side the damage too yeah whereas with with tamlin she had ianth who's like the worst ianthi ianthi <laughs> so it was like it was a very good like night and, and lucian who didn't help her oh yeah lucian like, yeah. you know lucian we, we kind of skipped over that but like lucian yeah. didn't fuck because that's her. all that's all he, he's just a skip over he he's just useless yeah, he care. was i loved lucian part the end but um, yeah yeah <laughs> but he like just didn't he didn't stand up to tamlin he didn't like go to bat for his friend yeah yeah, yeah. so now that, we're in the night court and she's like seeing all these people who are happy and then she gets to see the yeah. actual city valeris and valeris is beautiful she's it's realizing it's thriving slowly. it's mm-hmm. like no one's un- upset it's not like under the mountain it's not even like spring court because even in spring court with tamlin there are still people who are suffering yeah and not like even like the tithe and stuff people were like suffering to be able to make uh the payments to the court yeah and at one point she she paid for someone's tithe 
yeah. uh, a water wraith. And the yeah. wraith was like, we will never forget what you just did for us. And everyone's and like, you can't, back. you can't do that. You can't just like pay someone's tithe. Yeah. We can't just let these things slide. Anyway. So now she's in the night court and she's like, you know, learning all these new things. Learning about- how to read. That's the, that was the cutest thing. Yeah. So Reese has her learn to read. And at first... Read he, and protect her mind. And protect her and mind. protect her mind, yeah. Especially from people like him who are demated or whatever. Who I feel like, like that him. would have been the moment where I was like, oh, he's really good and he wants the best for me. <laughs> yeah, but it's also... So that's this is where they're having these cute little banter moments where he's making her read, but the things he's she's reading are like, Reese <laughs> is the hottest uh, high lord in the land. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, you are. It was cute. Stupid. Hell yeah, you are. Fuck, I love and you. Then but their it, their like relationship really evolves yeah and everything switches i think when they go out to eat that night mm-hmm. and for the first time Feyre orders food and she eats food that is like amazing like nothing like human food and she smiles and i think that was like the biggest turning point in all this is when she finally opens up and realizes that like oh okay i could be happy here yeah and that's when she decides she's not going back to the spring court yes well actually no because no, she, she goes back so she goes back and then tamlin tries to like lock her in oh that was a big one <sighs> that was a and great she, like, moment though that was such a cool moment because you're just like wait what's gonna that was happen my favorite here? part like, of this book yeah like, so like the the <sighs> week the week with with the night court ends mm-hmm. and she gets sent back and tamlin's like what happened to you you were tortured. Yeah. Like, what what did he do and i want all the answers and everything and she's sort of like reluctant to say like honestly everything's fine over there but i'm not mm-hmm. gonna and whatever. like the the moment she comes back he's like i need to know everything about the night court mm-hmm. instead of like i miss you instead of are like you? are yeah. you okay yeah that was weird What's go- again we're harping on this thing where he wasn't there for her through all her ptsd and stuff and yeah. still isn't when she's back from apparently the worst place could go yeah and now at this point she's like okay but i i want to be a part of things i want to help be a part of like the spring court and do things i don't want to just be in the house right mm-hmm. And then Tamlin does the stupid thing where he just magically locks her in the mansion, the fucking house. Well, and she he, he explodes a couple times too, and like yeah, hurts he, has a, her. he has a he has a temper he has a problem. temper. Yeah. Like, but where does he go? He goes to like fight. Something he's going to have to fight some fight some tour. I think. Yeah, you know these evil things in the forest, and so now she freaks out like Farah freaks oh, out and he doesn't want to train her like oh yeah she's like yeah. developing they're starting like, they're starting to realize that she has powers after from all the different courts and being he re- refuses redone. to train her and like lucian is a basic bitch and he doesn't fucking stand up like yeah yeah so she's not fucking happy there and like the fact that she's like accepting it was so frustrating yeah she was accepting it but she she had no choice really she was yeah, she had nowhere lost. to go. She had yeah. nowhere to go. She had nothing. She she can't go home now because yeah. she's fairy and all the humans are afraid and hate the fae and she can't stay where she's at because she doesn't have she's had not un, she's unhappy and she's just hates the life that she's and living. She's so then she gets stuck into the house magically. She loses her mind. Yeah. Starts, has a panic attack. Has yeah. a panic attack. Obviously powers. this goes through the bond to Reese. And well, Reese... don't her powers come out and she like explodes? Yeah, yeah, and it like destroys everything in the house. Uh, he destroy it, was, it? it only no. like it was only like she kind of does like a, a crazy shield around herself. It was like oh, a darkness okay. yeah. a thing. And yeah. so at this point, Reese sends. I believe it was Amran. More. more was it more? Yeah, oh, it was more. And oh, that was my favorite part where like more picks more her just up picks and carries her. her. So, yeah. And then Alice is yeah. like, "Please take care of her." Yes, just, like yes. Yeah. Yeah. So more takes her out of the house because uh, Reese can't. She can't get out. People can come in. Yeah. So more comes in, 
takes her out, takes her to the night court, and that's where like shit hits the fan. Like, yeah, Tamlin, you're done. We it was just you. that that image of like more being just like there for her and carrying yeah. her out of the yeah, house. like not even coolest. knowing her really that yeah, much. Yeah, that was like also amazing. gotta say I love that it was more. It wasn't just a guy. Me it too. wasn't yes. Cassian or Asriel. It was Morrigan yeah. who carried her out. I loved that as well. Like, she's a bad bitch in her own right. Yeah. And then what I didn't like, though, is that, like, they were like, we had to do this right. We had to do this right. We had to do this right. And it's like, okay, you had to do this, like, the proper way. But, like, later in the story, they were like, we didn't do it all, all the right way. <laughs> and it's like, did yeah, you like, or did you not? Because you said yeah, you did. That's a good point. And now you're saying that you didn't. And, but like, there was no consequences of that. So oh, consequences is another thing we have to talk about. Because like, nobody fucking dies. <laughs> nobody dies. Yeah, that pissed me off so much. I thought there was... Anyway. So whatever. I... I mean, we can kind of skip over like a yeah. lot of the falling yeah, A lot of courting. So Basically, a lot of courting. there's the, a new bad guy. But the big... Oh, yeah. Highburn. Just, yeah. Reese basically says like Highburn is is gonna like attack the humans. He got fucked over in the original treaty, and he wants to come back and claim all of both Prithian and yeah. Highburn um, is on some realm, kind of island realm. farther up north, and he basically there's like a trade route within Perinthian and Highburn, but they're sort of isolated. And Highburn believes that he should he and just fairies in general should have control over human lands mm-hmm. and that humans should be back to where they were before as slaves to fairies and so he's had this whole plot forever now for like years because amarantha was sent by highburn yeah to take down the it was like almost a like a test yeah almost like a, 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 a yeah. first little step to yeah. how he could bring down these courts and basically control everybody so there's a bigger picture here and right and reese knows about this and that's like his main focus is like hey i want to stop this war and um and tamlin like just he's, he's denying yeah. that it's happening yeah which is weird because he has ties to highburn yeah he has like family ties to highburn so yeah when so then when Feyre gets comes back that's kind of where the story goes yeah so i mean they fall in love whatever there's you know they go to uh the summer court they have they have to go find some like they sarah j moss does a good job of like creating some mini quests within mm-hmm. here i do mm-hmm. like the mini quests. Um, a lot of mini quests. quests it reminded me of harry potter in some some aspects yeah and and you know the characters you kind of get to know some of the characters like we got to know armin in that quest to the summer court yeah. her relationship with Val, 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 Varian, Varian, Varian. Names, names. Um, <laughs> and Tarquin, the high yes, lord of yeah. the Summer Court. Um, and you know that trip basically made both of them realize that they have feelings for each other, but like they are not telling each other. And then start, and they come back, and then Starfall happens. Mm-hmm. And Starfall is kind of like when Feyre realizes she loves Reese. It's but like the beautiful scene to me. <sighs> that moment. And every the fan art is that scene, right? I don't understand why they didn't have the the kiss scene there, the first kiss. They scene. don't kiss there. No, oh, that's they right. just dance. And to me, that was a big miss because I don't know. It's kind of Reese and Feyre didn't have a big kiss scene. I you know, I kind of like that it didn't go straight into kiss. Yeah, I think too. I think it, it's a more emotional level of connection yeah. than it is physical. It wasn't physical. It was very emotional. Is, is this after the Weaver? Yeah, because I want to hit on the Weaver. Weaver's my favorite little like. That uh, was another side quest. Yeah, another side. They, quest. Had, to, they had to test Feyre's ability to like track so things. So Feyre's being tested to see what kind of power she has from the other High Lords and stuff. And Reese sends her on this kind of quest to retrieve an item 
from the this house from the weaver the weaver is i believe she's blind right yeah she's, she's like a wine think of her like she's a death Gretel. yeah yeah she's a death god think of her Hansel and Gretel. she has this random ass house in this scary ass forest <laughs> and uh she can hear really well and she can whoever goes in there dies basically her wall is covered with like human hair and yeah. like body parts that she creates like she makes into yarn and stuff she's fucking scary yeah. <laughs> but the she's weaver so is fucking cool terrifying. so farah goes in there to retrieve an item for reese and uh the way she gets out like it's like through this chimney thing and she yeah. uses her powers and she gets like her claws that she gets from basically uh tamlin's powers yeah. because it's beast form use her claws gets out this kind of chimney thing super cool scene in my head it was like yeah. such a movie oh, i loved it turns out he he sent her to receive a ring mm-hmm. which we find out later in it's the book wedding ring <laughs> it's her <laughs> own freaking promise ring which or like engagement ring yeah. it was sent to go get it from some terrible death god so like thanks reese but okay for the record there's so many parts in this book that are like in dark tower series of stephen king like that really wit, that witch is like to a t the same one and then really? the, the riddle is very much the same as the i think it's just like trope thing fantasy. for sure but, but i liked there, it i wonder if there was any i do i just wonder if there was any inspiration there because there's some where it's like hits on like dead on so at this point we find out that um reese and Feyre are mated and here's where we have to talk about mates do you not like mates i i don't don't like the word mate i'm okay with it happening like oh you're mated you're destined to be together fine but the amount of times the word mate is in this series infuriates the me. amount of times prick is in the series the mm. amount of times a vulgar gesture. vulgar gesture is vulgar in this gesture what is the vulgar series? gesture what is it is is, is it, it the middle, middle finger, finger? Is it middle finger yeah that's what i always imagine yeah it's a middle finger but no you know way. how trivial yeah. that looks imagine amarin a fucking like <laughs> massive beastly you know you know scary shit double finger in the like fuck i'm thinking you, i'm thinking like was it it's um, a middle finger What's it? Are you sure? I'm positive. That's a vulgar. It's in my not head. like this or like no. Another, like, it, but again, that's Italian. That's all basically variations. I was variations. my chin. <laughs> yeah, that's for those all variations see. of a middle finger gesture. Yeah, and they, to they, me, that's what it is. To me, in this story and the way these characters interact is so childish and dumb. Yeah, that it doesn't do what it wants to. Like I get it. Like you're trying to make it seem like they're having I think a fun that, time. They're I, having their banter. Whatever. I don't like that she like glosses over some stuff like that where it's like yeah why do you have to say a vulgar just say like and then he flipped me off or why can you we can even do it with words you can like shove somebody yeah Yeah. like morgan shoves cassie because he was being a dumbass she she, like gives him a shoulder and walks by like whatever it is it's always saying fucking vulgar yeah Yeah, it's like always used but like okay when they figure out their mates and she gets really pissed off because she finds out he lied to her that whole time and blah blah omitted it and then lied (laughs) omitted it which to be fair, like I don't think Riss was that wrong in this. I wouldn't I imagine I your girl that's destined to be with you is one in love with another guy. Yeah. Two, stressing out over the stuff she had to do to save everybody. I'm not gonna come in and be like, by the way, girl, you're like you meant to be with me. Like that's so stupid. So yeah, like so, I, I don't think that he was crazy in that. But anyways, yeah. that sex scene with the paint. Come on, that's not fucking YA. No. Oh yeah. Chapter no. fifty-five. Everyone, if you're if- he feasted on her on a table. <laughs> uh, or what about the fucking when they're in the when they're in, in the inn in the and inn. he's chapter fifty-five yes. her, and talking about how you don't wet have to is. do it in front of me. <laughs> Erica's doing the gesture. He's rubbing her out. The vulgar gesture. Fucking, there's a. a vulgar gesture. 
Yeah, and she talks about how wet she is. So they share. That's a soup scene. Or it's not that that, is not soup scene is fifty five. Um, basically, they are at this inn uh, beforehand, a couple of days before, and uh, they're doing a lot of like sexual things. Uh, Reese is an Illyrian warrior, and he has wings. Mm. So does Cassian. So does Azrael. And uh, or wait, is it Azrael? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Azrael. he has wings. They all have wings. Apparently, when you touch the wings during a sexual uh thing, it's like real sensitive. Yeah. So it's a lot of that. And uh, Feyre loves to paint. We glossed over that because you know, because honestly, they say she loves to paint, but she barely paints. It all sort of didn't care. Well, about she that. lost like the love of painting. But even then, like even in book three, when she's talking about painting again in her head, like she's like, I can see the painting in my head. Is this? Yeah. And this? And I was like, you're not. I'm not seeing any paintings in your head. I'm just like. You're just saying. I didn't hate I that. I went back and forth with that. I, where I loved I liked it, it and then I hated yeah, it. I was back and forth. You know what it reminded me of, Erica, was when you were talking about that other story where you were like, oh, it was a huge picture when they like fell off the building. I was like, oh, this is that moment where like, yeah. oh, she's picturing this and it made it a little more monumental in my head. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Where are we? We Oh, mating. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look. Can we talk about mating? <sighs> Kristen, what are your thoughts on soulmates and mates? So, so does everybody have one? Yeah. Everybody has uh, this mate. Yeah, I guess. You can you can have it and like deny it, but there's there's physical things that happen but to how, you. But how but it can be between a human and a fairy. So your mate could just yeah. be out there anywhere. Yeah. No, I think it's only through Faye. No, cuz no, cuz Pharaoh was a Elaine, human when she became a fairy. Pharaoh was a human and Reese had he a, knew, knew of the bond yeah, before she knew. went there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you're right. That's one time. I think it could be with they anyone? don't they don't specify it. they don't yeah. specify it to be honest we we could speculate i hated the specify. whole lucian being a mate to elaine elaine oh, book three. it's just oh, too like it. there's billions of nope, people in I, the world you know who i would preferred Azrael. there's yeah billions. so in the rest of the no, fandom stop yeah stop. Azrael and there's elaine billions should have been of people in the world and you're telling me it happens to be the two that are in that room in that moment Azrael, fuck off. So should I we, should we discuss? Like it made sense for Feyre and Reese because that's how they all. That's how it happened. That's how he got. That's how she got there. Whatever. Like, but for the other, no. I so towards it. the end of book two, because that's where this happens, right? We find out Feyre and Reese are mated. Whoop de freaking do! I love it. I'm super happy. And then everyone's happy. Everyone's it. happy. And so then Highburn makes his real appearance. And they try to kill they try the- to there uh, this whole time for this book. They're trying to find this book of secrets. I think it's called a book of Sh- I don't, can't remember what it's called. It's a, it's a magical book. It's split into two pieces because Highburn has this thing called the cauldron. And he's using the cauldron to try to break down the wall to sort of like take over her human lands. And so they're going after this book thing. That could destroy that the cauldron. That could destroy the cauldron. And they thus get destroy it. Hybrid. They go to they, they do go, a secret mission to go get the cauldron. They to kill the cauldron. To, co- to destroy the cauldron. The cauldron is almost killing Feyre in the process, but it turns out to be a trap. Highburn knew they were coming. Takes them up. Turns out Highburn, whoop de doo, is being helped by Tamlin. Yeah. And Lucian. And Lucian. That shit pissed me off. Basic bitch Lucian. They had kidnapped Nesta and Elaine, Feyre's sisters. Well, that was Eanth. Eanth. But Fuck through them. Tamlin. Yeah. It's, Tamlin. Tamlin's complicit. So they steal uh, away Nesta and Elaine as a sort of to test the cauldron for the human queens, because there are human queens, as also uh, allies of Highburn to so, say, hey, look, I can turn you into Faye. I can make you immortal, human mm-hmm. queen. Let us come into the human lands and we'll make you immortal. 
And they're like, how, well, how do I know you're not going to kill me? And like, oh, okay. <laughs> they go, well, watch me put these other humans in. They put Elaine in. And then, so Elaine's freaking out, puts her in the cauldron, comes back out, she's fake. Then Nesta goes in. Nesta puts up a big-ass fight. And she's just enraged. That's Nesta. Yeah. Rage in a bottle. Yep. Puts her in. She comes out fake. And at that point, we find out that Lucian is mated to Elaine. Which is crazy. And Cassian is mated to Nesta. Did That's not confirmed. No, that's it's not, not confirmed. confirmed, but it's, it's going to happen. It's inferred. It's so inferred. So what ends up happening in that scene is is um, Hyber or Tamlin is like, do my end of the deal. Break the bargain. Um, blah, blah, blah. And Hyburn goes to try to break the bargain between Reese and Feyre because he Tamlin thinks that that's the only reason why Feyre's with fucking Reese, <laughs> even though Reese is a fucking smoke show. Ugh, that like that's how the fucking Love like his him. he didn't yeah Tamlin like, there's woo. no way you could have left me for him like there's obviously it's that bond you guys have mm-hmm. so, we're, so they break, said he'd break it so Feyre does this whole song and show. Pretending she breaks it, breaks the the guards against like everyone leaving, so everyone can leave. And he's she's like, you know, make sure get my sisters and blah blah. blah. So she puts up this whole show, and she allows herself to be taken by by Tamlin. To me, after that, what really missed on what I what I wanted to see more of is I wanted to see they do a chapter right afterwards of recent of being like hey, you know, this is what happened. He comes back to the night court and everyone's like, where the fuck's Farah?" And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, she's Yeah, we get that left. through his perspective. You mm-hmm. get that from his perspective. I needed more like feelings of sadness from him. I needed, yeah. I needed him like suffering. Like the, they were, they were separated for two months. But, but also, also he trusts, he had way more faith in her than Tamlin ever had. Where he was just like, she's going to be fine. This was planned by them. Yeah. So we don't know this until, you know, right. the end of when it. When they went and got the other bond. So when Feyre apparently breaks her bond with uh, Reese to them, the tattoo goes away. Literally, no, there's a glamour on her with another tattoo where she and Reese end up eloping, getting married, mm-hmm. and she becomes high lady yeah. of the night court, which, which has is never been done, never been done yeah. before. There is no high ladies in any courts. And now she's high lady and she's has this plan of going back to Tamlin's court to break that shit from the inside. Yep. And that's the big, that's when we go into book three. Yep. But to me, like I needed, I wanted, what I wanted was I wanted, uh, you get, you get Farah's like perspective of her like suffering through this two months and the plans and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I wanted the perspective of Reese. I was happy that we didn't get too much Reese though, because the jumping into his perspective I didn't necessarily like. I don't like going into other people's perspectives yeah, in general. But I think, if there was any more of it, I would. I think I would have got annoyed with it. I wanted more. Or at least I more reaction. I, I feel like I was fine without it. Yeah. That was that was my biggest thing. Is I, I just think wanted he's, a little bit more. He's There's enough descriptions from him within the story itself to where I don't have to worry about or guess what he's thinking. Yeah. You know? Also, he's she very, couldn't talk to him much through their bond because it would have the scent of him on yeah. her. Yeah. So, like so if she they, had to be like careful about yeah. through the two months. Well, I got there. that. I just wanted, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted, wanted I wanted Reese to be like dying over her like yeah. loss. Like, we always want the pining. I know, but yeah. it was like there was too much going on. Like there was a war that he was worried about too. Yeah. So then we go into book Wait, three. That was the end of book two. That was in the book two. How did it actually end? Was it just like her back? Oh yeah, it was just her back in the just her back, and then yeah, they're going to. She's going back to the courts. 
that shit pissed me off i was like damn it we're back here i don't give a fuck about these people i just and wanted then, more reese and then book three is oh gosh is this green this is green to me it's green it's green um and it's a full body picture of her and she has her uh she has her sword and it's the same text and everything and it's half of her face but it's her full body which mm-hmm. i think is like very indicative of like she's fully yeah like, if you see the pro- projection of each book at least in these covers yeah it's like book half one of her. you see very little of her skin at all right except for her arm a little bit and yep. book two you see more of her chest wise mm-hmm. book three full body besides her face the other versions are just plain color and the text is like taking up the whole thing the other versions don't make any sense like the other cover versions colors they're neon random ass gray and pink and blue and green and i'm just like why would you it makes no sense it makes no sense to me though these sorry i'm yawning (laughs) (laughs) to me though these are like kind of cheesy yeah but in the book i don't think that this rep this like kind of animated girl represents like I how bad they're great but i are. think it's better than the other I mean, one that is they have. it this where there's, yeah, a, there's that. a thing in the background it's like a oh beast. yeah it has like a beast in the background uh, okay i but like to me better. that looks sort of like game inspired of thrones. by japanese kind of culture or like it, it reminds me of game of thrones yeah i can see that <sighs> all right book three man it's, it's hotly debated book three i mean this is my favorite one i know you said book two is your favorite maria book two is my favorite yeah yeah and book two is my favorite but when i reread it i think i like book three the most because Can we talk about how you reread all three again in a week <laughs> yeah um it took me a month book to finish three all these. was my favorite it took me several months because i wanted to milk this series so well, that's different because <laughs> they like farah and reese were actually like working as a team and like in tandem yeah and they were so awesome they're like, such a power they, couple they had such a good relationship and such like it's the best example of a non-toxic relationship oh, yes so the amount of communication yep. and consent with all this it was like everything was Ferris choice yep it was never anything forced upon her from him it's like i trust you you're my other half in every sense of the way and i'm not gonna make you do what you don't want to do i trust Mm -hmm. you do your thing and that shows that like we don't need a toxic relationship yeah exactly for it to be interesting exactly i was interested in their relationship without the toxicity Mm -hmm. i agree and i loved them more for it i agree so why do we create these fucking toxic characters i don't know but listen but see how we had to get to that point though we had to introduce him as a toxic character just to get to that point to get him to to get us into that but it's just nice that when they're together there's no like toxicity and then i think this book was really awesome because you got to know um you know you got to know our sisters more you got to know lucian a little bit more you got to know um cassian more and Azrael and more um, you know, you find out more is actually a lesbian and prefers mm, women. Yep. You, I'd call her bi. Yeah, she's bi. Yeah. Well, she still sleeps with men. She, she prefers s- women. Prefers, but women. she's, she's bi. bi. Yeah, she's bi. Um, to me though, you know, I, rereading this just last night, basically. Oh my god. Um, the second half of the book, and I don't want to jump too far ahead. The second half of the book with cassian and nesta like now knowing that like that book's coming out it totally makes sense like why they were kind of like embedded into the storyline a little bit thicker mm-hmm. because and she i think sarah j moss did a good job of making me still hate nesta while still being interested in reading a book about her yeah interesting because i love cassian so yeah. much so nesta and elaine have been at the night court 
in the beginning of book three. For the two months that For the two Farah's months while Farah is off in the spring court trying to break things from the inside. She's trying to like uh, cause unrest within the subjects of Tamlin's court and sort of make them hate him. She does a fantastic job. I don't, I didn't care for it. I thought it was kind of trivial. Yeah, but it, it, it mattered in the long it run. It mattered in the long run, yes. So at one point she makes his guards sort of like see that he's sort of like a crappy leader in a way like because he they make it seem like one guy was away from his post and something happened mm-hmm. and so the guy's getting sort of like beat up and she's like how dare you know just let him let listen him to talk side, let him listen talk. to a side of the story and everyone's like yeah tam and listen to a side of the story <laughs> where yanth is like no like yeah. get rid of him anyway she does a lot of like weaving and like She's bringing down his court from bring, within. Yeah, basic uh, bringing down the court from the but inside. At the same time, there's what are the fucking names. There's these two. The there's these two people. Ronan. We're not even going to touch their names. Cause it's so stupid. There's <laughs> those are the two top two worst names in the book. <laughs> generals from Highburn. Yeah, it's they're brother and sister twins. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were fucking. Okay. Yeah, it felt like a Jamie Lannister <laughs> Cersei thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they are also demated kind of people who can read minds and like influence people through through mind control, and they have been sent by Highburn to inspect the wall to find weak points so they can break it with the cauldron. Farah has figured out. Okay, I've done my part. It's time to go back home. Two months later, she goes, and at this point, there's this like turmoil in the forest. She ends up killing these two di- things from Highburn. Lucian finds it, and Lucian's like, "Yo, well, can- Lucian kills one of them." Yeah, well, so they work together. They work together, they work together for the Lucian's first time. Lucian's like, oh, you were, I, I was right. I had this inkling that you've been trying to like just break us down from the inside. You're not actually truly here to be with us. You're a traitor, right? And then Ianthi is also there. <laughs> and um, Ianthi's a sexual quick predator. Quick backstory. Ianthi's, yeah. yeah, trigger warning for that. She is a, a sexual predator. She uh, assaults people with, against their will. Yeah. Uh, she's done it to Reese. She's done it men, to men Ka- mostly. All men. To men, yeah. yeah. She's done it to Reese. She's done it to Cassian, uh, and to Lucian, I believe, as well. Mm-hmm. She just like assaults them and just basically like as if they want it when they don't. So Fair is like, uh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna use my mind powers and I'm gonna make sure you never do this again. And she makes Ianthi sort of destroy her own hand with mm-hmm. a boulder or with a rock and say like to herself you will never touch anyone else without their consent again yeah and she kind of just destroys her the one thing we did miss was that with them was jurian who's a human oh jurian oh jurian um i don't like jurian i don't even I, know how we brought i knew he was i was so he's confused useless because when he came back jurian is a human that uh didn't like fairies and Amarantha basically killed him except for his eyeball and like enslaved him. And then they brought him back. But Jurian, when he came back and he was like on Hybron's side, I was like, this doesn't make sense. I thought he hated fairies and he's a fucking human. But then they like, it, there was like a love triangle to with him, him and, yeah, him and like Miriam yeah. and yeah. he does. He that whole yeah. fucking storyline. We can was skip so over that. Like, <laughs> don't worry about I it. I still no don't really even understand. Like I get it made like the storyline a little bit more complex. And then like, at the end of the he battle, they good. come. Yeah. They come, and it's just another yeah. like group of people that come to help fight. It's another cool like, plot oh, twist. Yeah. Okay. okay. It was. It was a neat. I liked it. I liked the subplot. I, I thought did it was too. Interesting. It was cool. I wouldn't delete it. I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. But we could skip over that. It. We could skip over it for the sake of this podcast. But yeah. I did want to say his name so that any like big yeah, fans Jurian's are like, "What there. the fuck?" Hated the name. Hate yeah, the name. Another, another name. That one just... didn't even kill me as much as the other ones. It wasn't even a bad pronunciation. It's just a fucking weird name. Yeah, that's true. 
So what? So when she, her and Lucian, like escape after they that, escape right? to the night court because Lucian wants to be with Elaine. His yeah, mate. he's made to Elaine. He wants to be there. So um, and now Elaine is when when Favor gets back, she's like immediately wants to see what her sisters are doing, and Elaine is kind of gone insane. Yeah, she that shit was annoying. Is she was meant to marry a human who hates face, <sighs> and she's months away from her wedding, and uh, she is she's mentally gone. And she's saying things that don't make sense. Nesta is just she fuming as usual. But like clearly her and Cassian have been like talking behind closed doors and like yeah. he's bothering her. And I just am so curious. Like yeah, I think Cassian Sarah J. Nesta. Moss. I think Sarah J. Moss just made it like so. I wanted to know what the, like she alluded that like Cassian would come see her all the time. And it's like mm-hmm. I want to know what those conversations are. And Nesta are. treats Cassian like crap. This, she hates him. This basically. new book that's coming out. Is it? After, it's like post-war yeah okay mm-hmm. cool. so like to me she kept creating this intrigue because nessa was slowly over a very long time finally warming up to cassian yeah like by the end he kissed her and she didn't fucking pull away right she lays her body over him mm-hmm. like at the end like nessa still sucks yeah she still sucks. <laughs> i know i know but she i know that's a but hot I, take, I but... just think it's so interesting to hate a character so much and still want to read her yeah mm. although Personally, I'm probably not going to read it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know yet. I uh, bet you will. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so now, because Highburn's coming, uh, Reese is trying to rally the troops. Because yep. he knows war is coming. We need allies. And so at this point, he goes to the Court of Nightmares, trying to get one of his guys there to sort of, you know, come in as an ally. He turns out to be Moore's father, which we haven't talked on Moore's past, but poor yeah, Moore. Again, Moore's is just like it's a side plot that doesn't matter to yeah. me basically but, she because she does not like men doesn't want to be uh, just a wife she prefers women she uh basically had sex with cassian before her wedding to the autumn court's son and uh that made her tainted or whatever sullied and she can't marry them and they kind of like beat her up and left her somewhere it was terrible. So one of my favorite parts of this this third book is how they meet Braxis. Um, oh yeah, the so Braxis like, is cool. The it's like another a, death god. Yeah, <laughs> in my eyes, I it is a death god. Braxis, Braxis, yeah, the one in the library. Braxis Weaver and the Bone, bone Carver are all three death gods. They're bro- aren't they brothers and sisters? Yeah, they're all yeah. siblings. You think Braxis? I don't is know if one Braxis is one of them, but I know, I know Bone Carver and and the they're Weaver brother and, sister. and sisters. But I think brother. I'm pretty sure Braxis is also a is a god, is a death god though. I don't know. I thought so. They said in. The, you know, just because it's fresh in my mind. Bone Carver and and um, the Weaver. Weaver, definitely brother and sister. They mentioned a third brother. That's what I thought was Praxis. Maybe yeah, I thought just, it was Praxis. I didn't get, I didn't, it wasn't clear to me that Praxis oh. was the third. I just, I just assumed. Yeah. Um, To me, though, I'm curious if the third brother, if it's not Praxis, is going to be in Cassian and Nesta's. Oh. Because in the human lands? In Earth, they come Anywhere. across that yeah. at some point. Braxis to me though is the that whole scene in the library where like the ravens come and chase Farah and Nesta and like that whole scene was just really really cool to me. Yeah. Highburn, Highburn has sent off people to get Nesta because apparently Nesta has taken something from the cauldron. Mm-hmm. So as like Farah has powers from the high lords of the different courts, Nesta takes some kind of deep 
high power from the cauldron the cauldron does not like it what i don't like is they made that so elusive like yeah. how did nobody just ask nesta what the fuck she did yeah right and just be like okay nesta i get you, you want to be this stone cold bitch but like <laughs> yeah. let a bitch know because yeah. we I are took fucking it trying at, to beat this guy i took it as she nesta know. doesn't know what yeah. she took that's how she I just knows it. she feels something different yeah that's how i took it so. i'm sure that's what it was but it was but just it was annoying. for me reading that i was just like can somebody just fucking tell nesta to stop being a bitch yeah so what i my favorite part well not my favorite part but what i loved about this book was when he got all the high lords together to try to get you know allies and stuff and i was like my mind was like oh is tamlin gonna show up and what is that gonna look like <laughs> oh, and i loved such being, a cool i loved being cool exciting about, i got my heart was racing at some par- parts where like they were all like started yelling at each other yeah. i actually had palpitations and i was like oh this is how i know it's a good book those scenes are so hard to write because yes. you have to like get equal amounts of people in it but yep. you like you're still focused on recent and Feyre and yeah. like but you want those personalities to come across like hellion right, hellion right. yep Helian? Helian? Helian. I was calling him Helian. Um, he's fucking awesome. Possibly Lucian's dad, mm-hmm. which is kind of Which cool. is the, the big plot twist. Thessian yeah. being... Thessian? Thessian? Thessian. Dude, the names. The names Being like a pretty gay boy, which I fucking love. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was just like... Was cool. It was cool having all of them Tarquin, in one room. yeah. And most of them didn't agree, and some of them did. And eventually, they came together. Yep, that's the way to skip all of that. <laughs> yeah, eventually they come so together. So a war happens. <laughs> and we go into full-on war, which is where the book becomes a five-star for me. Yes, I so agree. Reading, reading, so, so good. Reading so all good. of this up until this point, I was at a three and a half, four-star. Mm-hmm. Because the slow. Pa- it was really it was slow. slow for me. I really? know people say book two was slow. Yeah. For me, book three was slow because I felt like all these, although things were happening quickly, they didn't happen in a way for me that was fully developed. So like... The pacing was a little different. Yeah. Because the beginning of the book is Feyre, like, dismantling Tamlin, and then her and Lucian running away for then it's the almost a week and a half. Yeah, right. Was which was a great... Well, I loved mm-hmm. how it was written when they were in the ice sort of, but like, it was lake. But it was a lot of chapters. A lot of stuff mm-hmm. is happening, but c- quickly, quote-unquote, quickly, and then... But I was still bored through it. I was like, okay, mm. I get it, like... She wants to get back to her court. I get it. Like her sisters are in danger. I get it. Highburn's yeah. coming. I get it. Mm-hmm. And then the actual war happens. I'm like, here, this is what I wanted. I want the war. She did a fantastic job of writing the ending. Like a fantastic job. Yeah, it felt very Game of Thronesy. Very came Game of Thronesy. And yeah. again, with all of these books, the way it felt reading it, it felt like a film in my head. Yes. Yeah, and I want this to be adapted into a series. It would be hard. It would be really hard. Especially with all the, the mental stuff, too. I think it would have to be a TV show. That's what I'm saying. A yeah, series. But, a but TV series. No, yeah. but like the where they communicate in their mind. Like, that would be such a dumb, like, a voiceover. If they did it a voiceover way, like, they'd have to find a way to show that. Like, because yeah. they could talk through the bond and stuff. And there's so much You know much what they would do stuff. is they would have to, like, do, like, a, a dream sequence yeah. type thing yeah, where, like, I don't know it would be both which of that, them communicating. That would happen a lot often when, when Farrah keeps talking about how she touches his 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 brain, like, the and wall. And, like, yeah, just, like. She always does that kind of, like, a caress yeah. of the wall. Whenever they put a wall up in their brain, it's to stop any kind of, like, mind control or mind reading. 
so Feyre and Reese do this a lot and she always like touches it sort of like but I thought you know the use of and this is such a stupid minor detail but like they did that paper thing where they'd write back and forth I love that it was like mm. texting but for it's back it's like then. the book yeah. from Chamber of Secrets yeah. I loved it yeah. I thought that was such a smart use of like communication yeah, that like I that it, it helped not overuse the mind the bond, bond yeah, yeah. I like that which too. they did use a lot but like mm-hmm. it just Especially was something in three. that allowed them to communicate and not actually like reply sometimes true. Mm-hmm. true so they're going to like get all these courts together in the middle of this discussion or towards the end of the night of the day all the high lords are together and stuff nesta comes she's like something's wrong yeah i feel something's solely wrong i don't feel right everyone's like what's going on everyone goes back to go check valeria valeris and stuff and like everything's fine next thing you know a massive like earthquake kind of thing happens and that's when like reese says line of like the the wall's been broken down no that shit gave me chills at that point i was like nah uh." (laughs) it was like the last sentence of that chapter was like the walls yeah yeah i was like i was like like, what a great ending to an episode like (laughs) right that'd be a great one yeah so the wall's down and you're like damn we've been trying like this whole book to make sure that wall doesn't go anywhere yeah and now the wall's it gone. felt like defeat for sure it felt like i was like then what's gonna happen now mm-hmm. and so we go into um the next thing uh the hybrids attack the summer court at one point so a lot of attacks are happening and war is breaking out and all of these high lords come together and like okay fine we don't like each other but let's let's come together for a common good and take down hybrid mm-hmm. and it's a lot of battles in different places a lot of intrigue and like trying to and throughout throughout the entire series pharaoh has been recruiting those death gods like the weaver and the bone carver so reese does the The weaver weaver that's right either way throughout the entire series they are trying to get these people on their side to fight against highburn and they're like the most badass characters it's like braxis is this like being that when you look at it you're terrified terrified it's true fear fear. and then the bone carver is a death god a death god who is like in this prison and by choice like carves bone oh bone carver yeah or whatever and then the the weaver is what maria mentioned earlier what i don't understand though is the bone carver was in his own like in that prison because he didn't want to be near his brother and sister yeah by choice they fought in the end and then they fought side by side in the end like that kind of like well so the he wanted to the bone carver wanted to die because remember in in the second book they go see the bone carver and uh he presents himself every person who looks at it or looks at him is sees something different mm-hmm. so Feyre sees her son her son future son her future son with reese and so he's telling her like i will help you in this war bring me this mirror the ouroboros i don't even know how to pronounce it i called it the outer bonds because i was getting it's this it's a uh, mirror that's in the court of nightmares it's pretty much the um, they just dusted the mirror, right over that the huh? mirror no it's the mirror in fucking harry potter yeah it's yeah, that yeah that's you what see, i said you see what you truly want right but it was like if they brushed the fuck over yeah that, that was like such a big I, deal honestly i want to talk about that chapter because so Feyre, basically everyone tells her you can't look into this mirror you lose your mind if you look into this mirror, you're it just on um, your shot. She was just like, I liked what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> she, so she for a couple chapters, she's like, I can't go get it. I'm too scared of what's going to happen. Yeah, um, if it's, I'm going to lose my brain to go do it. Eventually, she goes, fuck it. We need the bone carver. They, she did yeah. a good job of making it a desperate. Pl- like, yeah, it was like, like it's a last it was the Hail yeah. Mary situation. Yeah. She was she like, goes, I have to go do this. She We're goes to look yeah. in this mirror and I was upset at how we got no detail nothing nothing 
It was like someone was behind me. It was and then kind I of up. lazy this because it was, was like, so I just didn't lazy. want to create what would be that scary. Yeah, exactly. They That's touch exactly upon it. it later on. Like barely. The wolf. She's like, yeah, the I, wolf. I saw myself. I saw, I saw myself and yeah. everything I was, all the good, all the bad. And I've been in between and I was like, no, bitch, I want to know what would have broken you. Yeah. And so basically, like what she realized was that only I can break myself. Only I can let something break me. And I'm like, that's so fucking lazy. And then it's yeah, like, what does the Ouroboros like do other than fucking show, make you go crazy? Yeah. And so my what does question, it do then? my question is, what was the point of it then? If the carver can just leave the thing whenever and he, he really didn't even wanted, want it. He didn't do anything with it. Yeah. I mean, I get why he asked for it, though. He, he asked for it because he wanted to see if she, she was, was worthy. If she was yeah. worthy. That's stupid yeah, in I, my head. I agree. I it's, so. To me, it's like, what is the Ouroboros? Yeah. It, to me, it's like, I want to... What does it do? If it, if it had a specific power that was useful within the war while still making yeah, her seem worthy, cool. I would have been all about it. Yeah. Anyway, that happened. So at the end... I hope it comes back in a future book. Yeah, it where'd it go? She, who has it? uh she can recall it from anywhere oh that's cool she cute. can just like queue it up but so when the war happens brexius um the believer and then they, they so show up my one that was a cool moment that was fucking awesome yeah the the moments in the war there's so fucking many of them they're so the good. entire second half of this book is flawless yeah i agree it's except, beautiful it's beautifully constructed for the fact that nobody died Except for the fact even the died. humans come in, so like we have all the ho- the courts, the humans come in to fight as well. I would have liked Baron to die. Also, the dad coming like... in, I didn't care for. Oh that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Pharaoh's so, dad's been absent. All we three have books. these constant plot twists where like Sarah J. Maas basically just does. Oh my god, we're losing. Oh look, your father came <laughs> in on the knee and the pint and the Santa Maria. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> like straight up. <laughs> Somehow, he knew. all of yeah. a sudden, a father who's done nothing, yeah, for everything, hasn't even series, tried to walk, hasn't yeah. done anything out here, all of a sudden has a full on fleet <laughs> and has a human queen thing as an ally. I'm like, yeah. I want to know how the fuck did he even tell us how is he worthy enough to get and a queen to Nest, help him? Not for nothing, Nesta like lose her fucking mind afterwards after he dies. Like you hated him, you fucking hated him, you literally yeah. hated his guts, yeah. And why, wanted you, him to why die. are you so broken up about this? Yeah, if anything, Pharaoh has it. it but and on the opposite side of that, Feyre and fucking Elaine are just like, well, dad's dead. Yeah, Highburn <laughs> kills her. You're father. like, are we all sad or mm. n- are we not sad? So during this whole fight thing, too, Highburn is sort of trying to get Nesta uh, to get the power back, right? From the cult that she's from, from the, the cauldron. The cauldron's up. With, I keep imagining an actual cauldron that's just up in some hill, just that's like what chilling. I that's and what it is. The cauldron it can is. sort of like <laughs> that's it can feel out for Nesta and stuff. And How big of a cauldron are you thinking of? I'm thinking huge. Like Not the one me. in Hocus Pocus? Like Hocus Pocus? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's exactly okay. Okay. Oh, actually, yeah. That's, that's a good point. I'm thinking like Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Maybe slightly bigger. Same so, exact look and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm thinking of okay. Hocus Pocus. So at, at one point, like, Nesta and Elaine are part of this war as well. Elaine's, like, freaking out. It turns out Elaine can, like, see things. Like, she's sort of like a... She's seer. She's brown. She's brown. And Asriel goes and gives her, like, what the truth blade is called yeah it's like his sword and yeah. he's Truth like seeker i think she, something like that and she's like why is it called that kind of thing he's like oh because it always strikes strikes true. strikes true 
Okay. Okay. It, it matters. <laughs> it matters. Farrah for 15 months. Yeah. And Farrah comes and kills Hybrid. beats all fucking hell. Elaine comes in and stabs him in the back of the head. Elaine comes in, stabs <laughs> Hybrid with the thing because it, you know, strikes true. And then Nesta takes it like she kind of deals a so, final blow. Well, Nesta comes in and fucking twists the blade to the point where his head falls off she picks the head up stares at it fucking drops it we need to mention what? that during all of this farah is stuck at the cauldron because she's trying to so amarin fucking yo, lose her hand yo 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 so so listen amarin amarin tells Amarin tricks him amarin tells farah yo we can go dismantle the cauldron together because we're both made beings right we're not we're not born this way we were made this way right. and only what only things that are made can go towards the cauldron so fair is like yeah, yeah yeah sure sure let's go let's go let's go so they go over right and she as they're about to t- i remember this i was like yeah. so mad she goes to touch the cauldron and then amarin's like sorry. i'm so sorry <laughs> and i go for what bitch what are you sorry for and all of a sudden she can fair now sees everything through the cauldron's eyes and she's sort I thought of that like was cool so she sees this whole thing happen how nesta kills hybrid it's like the well, snake let's not gloss over the fact that cassian and nesta like have their big moment together okay yeah. well wait 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 we're still at the cauldron i know Relax. i'm just saying i'm just saying so that's she, a big she moment. loves the part where I nesta know. like mm-hmm. so she pocahontas it's a, big mod- it's a big moment so pharaoh was able to watch everything that was going on far away from the cauldron which was this whole scene of uh, <laughs> Elaine being the victor and killing Hybron. Well, Nesta did the final blow, but Elaine just didn't. You yeah, because Hybron was about to kill Cassian, and Nesta threw her body. Nesta on top threw of him. herself on Cassian. That was like, the second time, full on Pocahontas style, on John Smith. She's like, no, <laughs> and she saved him earlier that day too. Yeah, she, yeah. Did. she did. She did. She loves him. We get yeah, it. Yeah. But she like doesn't in uh, a court of starlight and. I don't read that one. But anyway, um, after Hybrin so. is killed, that's not the end of the war because the no, people are still fighting. No, things keep going. Yeah, the war continues, and it's super interesting that that's kind of like what happens because that's probably actually what happens. Yeah, like in real life. I thought that was good because Hybrin's dead, but the war is going to continue raging on, and those people are still angry. Yeah, exactly. Like those the, they they still harbor those feelings, and of they like, don't know he's dead. Nobody knows your your fearless leader is dead. Exactly. It's bizarre. It's a bizarre thing that I think a lot of now looking back at it a lot of movies and books really fucked yeah. <laughs> right it's like this never actually happens where like if your leader dies there's not a big horn that's like oh he's dead we're done are you done let's go uh, pack it up we're all done with this war i'm not here anymore so while everybody that, clock out so while that's going on <laughs> while that's going on hybrid dies um ne- uh farah and amarin are at the cauldron mm-hmm. so then amarin betrays amarin betrays farah and i was there like what just happened what what yeah, i was like honey what'd you do <laughs> <laughs> i was but i was we've gone through so many twists through this war alone right the father coming back those you know, those dead you know the 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 things all that, the gods the gods the coming gods. I was like, "There's what more can you do to me?" And then Amron comes in, and I was like, "Hold on, I believed in you. I trusted yeah. you." Here's the thing: I knew she wasn't betraying her in a bad way. Yeah, I figured she was doing it for her own. I good. was like, "The story's not going to be that good." Where Amron is fucking still. So Amron, Amron gets in to like she basically says, "If I come into this cauldron and I use and I harness his power, I'm able to just end this for us." 
But the problem with that is when Amran goes in, Amran's no longer Amran. She goes back to being whatever the death god thing she was before. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know. She's like, it's like. It's whatever her true form is. Yeah, her true form where she won't remember anybody. She won't care who's who. And she goes. But then here's a question. If she doesn't know who's who. Exactly. How does she, how does she, she go through this war and destroy the enemy without Makes destroying no the actual that was Is that a plot hole or is that like. That's a plot hole. I would call it a plot hole. I think so. Or is it just poor writing? Both. I mean, a plot hole is it poor could writing. Be, I, could, I, I would could classify it as lazy writing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Amber becomes her true form, which in my mind, for some reason, was a giant dragon. I don't know what you guys pictured. Uh, a dragon? Yeah, I, I did. Thing. I pictured like a fucking falcon dragon. I, don't I was know. thinking her more like non-corporeal. What does that even what mean? What does that mean? Like, you with your vocabulary. <laughs> not a, like, she wrote a lot of books. Like, <laughs> she doesn't have an actual form. So how do you picture that in your mind? a blob of light like a yeah just like a being not so much a a physical well in my mind she was a motherfucking dragon i kind of like a dragon and in my mind she flew through the air and she fucking destroyed all of the hibern uh army and i in that moment was like oh so she just magically knew who were the bad guys and she like ended the war and she fizzled out into the water and i thought died great good (laughs) somebody fucking died in this war uh, jokes on you. She's still alive. <laughs> and then Reese. Oh, listen. I, the way that that the way that Reese's death was written, I had a pal- killed I, me. I was having it killed a bad me. Time. I'm gonna, and I knew okay. he wasn't dead. Before you go into that, let's explain what even happened. Okay, so so so. so fair is going over to sort of like, oh yeah she has to fix the cauldron. she has to fix the cauldron because the cauldron is became, creating a dark like a black hole basically and it's sucking everything which right? like what did you think was gonna happen when you fucking destroyed it <laughs> well i blame amarin <laughs> so would you think it was just gonna break apart you're gonna she be like just ah! became a fairy she doesn't get it so at this point she's like i have to fix it reese is like i will help you both of our powers together we'll we'll restore this thing cool all good i'm over here like we've been foreshadowing his adapted like not inevitable ultimate sacrifice that's what reese does he sacrifices himself always because he's the best and so he's the best book ever ever. i love him i love him so much he's the best boyfriend he's so so cute this is why i'll never get into this shit listen so so of course as it's happening pharaoh you know they restore the cauldron and lo and behold he's dead and took too much power classic <laughs> so i knew immediately when he died he wasn't dead i was like no nobody's died in this whole fucking thing there's no way <laughs> well amarin, dead may never amarin, die <laughs> at this point amarin is quote unquote dead i knew she wasn't dead either so pharaoh oh. loses her shit she starts screaming like it's, it says in the book screaming over mm-hmm. and over again this was well written i'm gonna give back. her I, I think it did i think it definitely this was well felt written. it definitely yeah, yeah, felt yeah. you felt me. you felt I felt her maybe because i love reese as much as she does but uh she asks all of the high lords of you know to the courts to to do what they did with her mm-hmm. bring him back like you brought her back and um at the end tamlin comes in he's the last one to to his redemption in. like his arc. redemption moment which i don't think is that much of a redemption really mm-hmm. but favor would have ripped his dick off right like <laughs> she would have forced him sorry she would have <laughs> forced him anyway he comes in he's like i just want you to be happy here's a colonel oh look reese is back and he brought amarin don't know how that works yeah, he well, he was like going he to was, the place yeah, of was, death, yeah. and he reached out and grabbed. But Amarin. how do we know Amarin goes there? She's not part of that. Like, she's know. not. Anyway, so the bu- end of the book happens, and and everybody's oh, happy, so at, at and nobody book, dies, and I'm pissed. They have they have the cauldron. Amarin should have died. Yeah, 
I anyone should have fucking died. That wasn't the bad Amarin guy. Amarin was the perfect person to die because I don't see her getting another. Like I don't see her story being good enough to have a book. Like no. I think Elaine's gonna have a book. Obviously, Nesta's getting a book. Like maybe more could get a book. I don't. I know. also hate the sisters, and I hate, still hated them at the end. I didn't hate Nesta as much Fuck as I Nesta. No, I am really excited for for A Court of Silver Flames because I love Cassian, and I think Cassian has potential to be like maybe not Reese level, but like close to in terms of book boyfriend level. Oh, I just didn't like, care. I think Cassian's just so fucking awesome. I don't think Cassian deserves better. I do too, but he it's that's Nesta's clearly his fucking mate, so he's like, <laughs> he's kind of screwed there. Oh. But like. I, a lot of people like Azrael. A lot of people like Azrael. And to I like Azrael. I don't like Azrael. That's, that's he was so me. lame to me. I thought he's he was. So he was so nothing. Brooding. Listen, he just had. He's just. He harbors a lot of darkness, and I'm there for it. <laughs> no, he was just the, nothing. The fandom loves Azrael, and well, so I weird. hate. I hate. I actually. I don't want to say I hate him, but why, why he reminds hate me him if he's nothing. He reminds me of people in my past that I don't like. Interesting. Like I. As a young pup, I had a few men that were hopelessly in love with me, and yeah. that were the, they were only in love Maybe with me because I bestowed <laughs> because I bestowed kindness to them, yeah. and they took that as like me returning their feelings, right? And like years and years of people like just kind of like thinking that they have a chance with me that absolutely fucking don't. <laughs> And not because of any reason other than like I just didn't I feel mean, the same way. Guys. And he was he pined after more for five hundred years. Give listen, up, bro. Listen, listen, I would say two years is too many. Okay. But also, it doesn't help that more doesn't help him either. Like more could easily just speak to him and communicate. Oh, she's a bitch. Yeah, so that's not. <laughs> I, I like her and I hate her. Again, five hundred years is way too long to string a guy along. Exactly. So why would she do that? Why? Why harbor this whole like? Oh, I don't want to tell because now it's too long. I haven't been able to tell you what I actually am and, and who who I am and who I love and everything. It's like just fucking tell him. Yeah, exactly. you don't even have to say I prefer women. You don't. Just mm-hmm. tell him you but don't want him. that would be the easiest way. <laughs> That's like the easiest one to do. The other ones being like, hey, I don't really like you that much kind of fucking suck. But True. being so, like, yeah, I kind of dig, I dig boobies <laughs> instead of... I dig boobies. So at the end of all of this, uh, what were your ratings? Uh, like, how do you feel about the series as a whole? You loved it. Loved it. I know you guys loved it. So, okay, I want to talk about the, the a book community in terms of this series because... There's you either you either love this series. There's three options. You either love this series, have not read this series, or you hate on people who love this series. Or you think, Ooh, or you don't believe the hype. Yeah. yeah. So I I personally don't like people who don't like things that are popular. And I I'm, totally agree with that. You should just like things because you like them. I totally agree. It with that. should not matter how many people also like them. Thank you. I'm you should just like it. I'm so glad you said that. You should just like it because no, you like I, it. Since I'm in, I'm always on Instagram and Bookstagram in general. I yeah, you gotta s- get the fuck out of there sometimes. <sighs> I know a lot of Bookstagram people are probably listening to this, but like, listen, it feels very toxic sometimes. It does. No, it the is. YouTube book, it, it is. is. Yeah. It is, and it's. Here's the thing. I love it, and I'm disappointed by it. Yeah. Because it's a lot of. A lot of cooks in one kitchen mm. with a lot of opinions that sometimes I don't really care about. You know, we should all just like what we like. Or you can just exist and not have to worry about who you have to tell you're existing. Like, exactly. I don't have to worry. Like, you don't like S- Stephen King? Okay. <laughs> Good for you. Exactly. I'm going to find somebody who likes Stephen King. Exactly. But then, but then, like, then you see c- 
constant just like oh well if you like this person you're this and it's it's toxic i just don't like when i do love sorry i do love the parts of the community where everyone's actually like communicating and supportive and showing off great books Mm -hmm. especially in fan authors and fan art and that's any community there's beautiful beautiful parts of it but anyway i what i don't like is um when people are like this series is overhyped and like these are the books that you should be reading and they fucking send over books that are (laughs) literal (laughs) hot garbage and i'm like you do realize that sarah j moss is a fucking unbelievable writer Mm -hmm. like she to me like this series is not on um throne of glasses level in terms of like intricacies and stuff like that i I compare it more to like a harry potter Mm -hmm. where like i think it does really well with like tying things back and like creating a a larger Mm -hmm. storyline and like I think that this series is more on par with with that. I think Throne of Glass, her original series, is more like Game of Thrones, is more like yeah. um, Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings, like more I, like I think she really flexes her muscle in Throne of Glass of mm-hmm. how talented of a writer she is. And I think that was her first series when she wrote when she was like 16. Wow. But right? the and there's like eight books in that series. But for people to sit there and go, yeah, this this series isn't that good. You do realize how fucking good of a writer she is. Yeah, no, I <laughs> and I understand that not everyone likes, likes it. You don't have to like writing. it exactly. So like, exactly. if you don't like it, it doesn't mean it. you have to like discredit their work. Right. Right. So like, for example, normal people, everyone loves that book. A lot of people love that book. I it didn't sit well with me. The writing was just not for me. I that doesn't mean it's it. overhyped. But I'm not going to say it's overhyped and I you, you should not be reading normal people. Like, you can read whatever the hell you want. Exactly. Anyway, long story short, read whatever you want. <laughs> we liked this series. I gave it... This book, I think I, I ended up giving it a five stars eventually. I was close to giving it a four just because I got a little slow in the, in the middle for me, but... Yeah. I actually, overall five I, all around. I like the last one the best. I know you guys like the second one the best. Well, because the last me, one has the most action. Maybe that's why. Yeah, it's so, less, it's less <laughs> romance in my it. Second, oh, my second read through of this series, I liked the last book better. Not better, but like I enjoyed it more. But this, the, when I was originally reading it, that second book, I was so fucking in. Yeah. Like I was like, holy shit, this is, There's, this is going in the way I want it. It's not often where I want to milk a book. Mm-hmm. So like for the first one, I read it really fast. A couple days, really. The second one, I wanted to give it a month because mm-hmm. i enjoyed it so much and the third one i was like oh let's give it another month as well and then we we're coming up to this podcast i was like well i guess i have to, I have to read it fast now <laughs> yeah it's but been good in a way <laughs> it was yeah, i really enjoyed just like taking my time with it yeah and i loved all the twists that she put in i loved all the the different ways she's tied in stuff that she mentioned before so overall so um this comes this this episode kind of comes right before um, a quarter silver flames is is um, dropping, which is fe- uh, February sixteenth. I already pre ordered it. I'm gonna read it probably in two days. I think it's over seven hundred pages. So really exciting stuff. Of Nesta, of Nesta and Cassian. Uh. So if you haven't read a court of uh, starlight and frost, frost and starlight, frost and starlight. Um, basically, where that ends is Nesta is like a crazy person and just like lives in squalor in like this like garbage apartment and just like Makes gets dr- she just like gets drunk and fucks guys all the time god she sucks and um fera fera I mean, is like really pissed off at her and she's just kind of like a lame character I, she's just no no, no. she's very complex though why? Why? i get you i get you right now she's giving me like faith vibes from buffy yeah 
Like, you know, like the rogue one, the one that doesn't follow the rules, that's what she wants kind of thing. Yeah. But I just, I didn't like that she never really appreciated her fucking sister who did every single thing for her. And oh, yeah, no. She, I, think it's, lot, I think it's a lot of jealousy. And there was no, like, I redemption think that's in that. I think that's something I wish Sarah would have, like, dived into more was their history why? and give me a why. Maybe but I we'll think get that's, that. But that's what I think, like, is I hope we're so. going to get in, in Nesta's perspective because in, like, A Court of Silver, A Court of Frost and Starlight, um, you get Feyre's perspective, you get Cassian's perspective, and you get Nesta's perspective. So you mm. get all three of them, kind of, and that, that to me, that this novella is, like, a perfect tease into this new book. Um, is the new book going to be in Nesta's perspective? Like I, think her point Nesta, of view? I think it's Nesta and Cassian. Oh. I don't know. So you don't have to read. Let it, me know Kristen. how it is. <laughs> I th- I'm going to read it. So yeah, you read it. So basically, where it ends up is Fair is like sick of Nesta's shit. She doesn't want to bankroll her anymore. She's like, "Fuck this! You're a dumb bitch, and <laughs> you're um, a dumb bitch." I'm sending you to the Illyrian Mountains with Cassian. Oh fuck! She goes to the Illyrian. She what? Yeah, she's like, I ain't bankrolling your shit anymore. You're going with Cassian. But here's the thing: I can see Nesta going over there and fucking taking over. So a lot of the community is like, she better not like help stage a revolution. Like some basic white bitch can't be like coming in and like being the voice of like. Yeah, because there's we have the storyline like like Azrael when he came in from his past of the Illyrians treating those who they find lesser than like shit. So as someone who treated her own family like shit, the last thing I want to see is her coming in and being like, don't treat anyone badly. Yeah, I think Nesta. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think Nesta is going to just find herself in the mountains and find like something that she actually likes to do good for yeah, her being mean but everybody else. anyways so <laughs> they what tell I, we hate bitches <laughs> for real what i really think is actually going to happen though is i think that um cassian and her are going to go on an adventure to kill the rest of the queens oh that's cool because he promised her that he would kill all the queens. That's cool. And, I like that. And okay. they kind of left the queen storyline open ended. Oh yeah, because yeah. none of them were dead. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Uh, what do you think Azrael's like taking to be soon? Because uh, Sarah J. Mass posted that random quote. Yeah, she's posted mostly about his stuff, saying so. how he's like kinky or something, or like he's freaky in bed. And I'm like, I thought this was about Nesta and Cassian. Where did Azrael <laughs> come in? <laughs> I think she's just like Wait, throwing us. Is this gonna be a polyamorous thing? Maybe. But no, because we have that five-page monologue of how she doesn't like him so i'm sure there'll be an orgy or two um the other theories is the court of silver flames um book cover is like an orange mask so some people are like does this have to do with like tamlin or lucian because lucian can come in because he's the he's he has a little backstory yeah so there's some questions of like what's going to go on there um or is it really just like the mask that nesta wears Hmm. like I think people are. I think it's interesting that she chose orange, though. I kind of wish like, you would have seen I, what I, the cover would have been from the original cover looks. Yeah, because that would have given more. Like to me, the the cover reminds me of Lucian more yeah. than anything. I don't like these so. covers at all. I like them, but I'm in the minority. Yeah. Um, you know what that's like. So there's also whoa some... whoa 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 whoa, <laughs> ma'am. Because I'm brown. Yeah. You're gonna say that because I'm fucking brown. Yeah, and you got a white dog. I know. <laughs> I don't help my. I don't have my cause. <laughs> um, there's also a ton of theories, and I definitely subscribe to this one that Lucian's gonna find out that Hellion, he's Hellion's um, son when Hellion dies. I just don't care about any of this. <laughs> 
crazy to me. Like these characters are so. It was fun. It was a good three books, and now I'm over it. Let's move on for fuck's sake. Chris and Mrs. Meanwhile, Stephen King reads no. 15 books in the Dark Tower. Chris series. and Mrs. Stephen King. First of all, there's seven, and second of all, they're very interesting, and it's not just about those characters. Here's my problem with these types of books. Okay, Erica, you read books that have 15 fuck a series that have 15 books in them. It's just like for fuck's sake, I've read enough. Aren't you sick of it? Sometimes. I How what's mu- the longest series I've ever read? I feel like the longest one for me was probably Twilight. And by Breaking Dawn, I was like, I'm over this shit. It makes sense when there's a bigger band of characters. Um Well that's feel, what she's doing. She's adding yeah. a bigger band of characters. But they're still directly related. And it's still about their adventure. I don't know. I just I forget it. <laughs> forget it. I'm being a negative name. I'm being what we told you're being everybody Nesta. that we don't You're being want. a negative Nesta. Stop. <laughs> yeah, you anyway, sound like Nesta Let's right wrap now. this motherfucker Wait up. Wait Nesta it up I'm over here. Sick. We've been Wait. talking for two hours. I'm sick of talking about Aquatar. I have one more theory. <laughs> Hit me. Okay, let's okay. end it on this. The last theory is um, Nesta and Elaine are dating? witches. Oh. And, and <laughs> Did you say dating? <laughs> They're siblings. Oh fuck! Never mind. I was thinking of more. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They're Kristen. witches. They're witches. So Sarah J. Moss has okay. Two oh, other is this, series. Is this going to relate to Crescent City? Yes, and oh, Throne of Glass. Shit. So in Throne of Glass, the witches um, don't actually like have power, but they're still magical. Huh. Um, and there's there was hints within Akatar that they have a magical bloodline but they don't actually have any fae in them so that relates all that connects the world so crescent city um what is they, crescent city that's her newest adult fantasy book it's yeah. called not, house of earth and blood but not with crescent these characters. city no it's a whole, whole different book gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. so um she that book has like seers and healers and warriors and that's kind of like very much gotcha. what we're seeing here so where, where nesta we don't know what she is right now but um obviously elaine's a seer so well um, are we seeing this probably like how lee bardugo did for shadow and bone where the grisha verse like sort of a lot of books are in the same universe and now yeah. netflix is making a show that. yeah i think that's what's happening here yeah i need to read that because i want to reach I out and but before this for the show comes out anyway that's a really cool interesting um theory i want to read crescent city yeah um those who follow us on our socials know that erica did a heinous act i did she she went ahead and read the last 30 pages of crescent city god you animal savage yeah that's the word that's why i don't buy books so you haven't read the book yet no i'm not even gonna ask your opinion on it because you're a piece of shit don't Um, even tell me because i want to read the actual book um so don't even say if you're happy or not i we don't want to know i don't want to know shit i just want to put you on blast yeah 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 to say what you did to be fair though sarah (laughs) j moss did it to me like she made some of these books so fucking tough (laughs) what she did it to me you're so fucked up she did it to me she made these books all of her other books and on fucking crazy things that i just needed to know before i before i Listen, read this book every author does that with I series. Send that it's called sarah the cliffhanger but sarah j mom's like really fucks you <laughs> i'm sending this to her and she'll never re- listen to it but if she does i'm gonna tell her to no. come for you 
like <sighs> you're blaming her for reading the last 30 pages of me. her book <laughs> she did it to me yeah okay this isn't and on that note <laughs> thank you for joining us <laughs> Uh, head on over to our Instagram account, books underscore N underscore Betches, B-E-T-C-H-E-S. Do not put in bitches. That's not what we are. I am sometimes. But You're a Nesta. Nesta's a bitch. I like being a heel on this podcast every once in a while. It really spices things No, up. you and Erica are both heels, and I'm over here in the corner. But <laughs> Let's just be friends. You're just a little baby face. Erica's not a heel. She's a fucking troll. No, she's lives both. Under a bridge. She, she jumps between baby face and heel. True. Uh, for our non-wrestling fans. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no we're not Not wrestling fans fans. we were born into wrestling true yeah don't don't call me a fan uh that about wraps up season oh my goodness that wraps up season one this is it oh there it is there it is that's not a nice ending on a banger felt good and guess what we're gonna come back next week with season two right away back to back with a staple read erica what are we doing next week pride and prejudice pride and prejudice it's gonna get real i think this is that book that everyone's like you haven't read pride and prejudice so i haven't but we'll get into that (laughs) anyway we'll We'll get uh, to it join us next week over here on books and batches bye